on 97.3. City 97.3. Accra. There can be no other man to stand up when free. No need to change. Keep it tuned to City. You're number one from the world. We've got it all covered. City Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. City FM 22 minutes past 6 Wobbly Matessa Our rock of ages Your your name is to be hallowed His name is Perez Music Welcoming you to Monday's edition City Breakfast Show 13 February (laughs) 
Start your day with gratitude. Start your day with exaltation and adoration. Start your day with what you've achieved in the previous one so it becomes the platform to do more today. Starting off with business sense for a great Monday morning brought to you by ADB. This morning's uh, tip is for middle managers. Hmm. Who is the middle manager? Somebody caught in the middle of the organization's expectation in terms of vision. And the downside members who really can't be bothered sometimes. So if you deal with conflicting pressures, achieving lots of results but cutting costs. If you feel you have responsibility for results but not the authority to make decisions, you're a middle-level manager. You have a boss but you're also a boss. Or you have bosses but you also have people who report to you. One of the things you can do to excel as a middle-level manager is to translate the company's objectives into doable steps. Because usually the perspective of the leader at the top is long-term and very broad. And yet for those you work with, things are minute. It may take 20 steps to achieve the simple thing the organization wants from the top. Great middle-level managers are translators. Don't misrepresent the company to the employees. In the same way, also translate upwards. Don't misrepresent what the staff thinks to the leadership. You must be a skillful translator if you must succeed as a middle-level manager. Think about that. Business is brought to you by ADB. If you have an existing personal loan, you don't know how to terminate. Well, we have a way to make it easier to manage. It's called the special personal loan top-up where you have reduced interest rates. We extend your repayment period and we maintain your existing repayment plan as well. Or your repayment amount. Call 59 That's 59 Or visit any of ADB's branches nationwide. ADB truly a Greek and more. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
629. It's easy to sing, but not everybody can say that. So the question for this morning is, can you be depended on to finish the job when nobody's watching? Can you be depended on to complete that task? Can you be depended on to speak the truth, to manage that resource? I think that's the, the ultimate leadership question. Can you be trusted to deliver? You may not need to do anything f- to get my love, but you certainly need to do a lot to uh, gain my trust. Club de Vaux, lean on me on City Breakfast Show, 6.30. It's Monday morning, and we're getting into lots of things. News about review coming up shortly. Brought to us by Total Petroleum PLC. Oh, yes. We, we actually have a new name. Total Energies Marketing Ghana PLC. Total Energies Marketing Ghana. So it's no longer about petroleum, it's about energy. We won the Petroleum Company of the Year three times in the CIMG. Now we are inducted into the CIMG Hall of Fame for petroleum. It's because of quality and innovative products and services. Giving you the best to keep you going. We're a multi-energy company continuing to deliver exciting and innovative products and services that meet your needs and expectations. So let's get straight into the headlines. Nathan Kwa is here with the Richard Sky. Gentlemen, good morning. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome good morning. to the show. How are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah, we're all right. Looking forward to the week. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Getting yep. ready for action. Yep. Ready yep. to move yep. things. Yes, 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 yes. Ready to use your legal brains to analyze and to stand up for the truth. Yes, yes, And to yes. be a good citizen. Yes. A model Ghanaian. Yes. Lead by example. Yes. Without fear or favor. Yes. Not afraid of criticism. Yes, sir. Then welcome to my club. Thank you, my brother. <laughs> now, on, on that matter. Yes, please. First of all, let me congratulate the Volta region because the Volta region has been elected mm-hmm. um, as the host this year of our six-month national celebration. Yes. So, Dr. Lecher and his people, the team, congratulations to all of them. But they have to now perform to go. Yes, I'm going there. Now the task has been defined. Now they shouldn't give us this grace. Yeah, they shouldn't <laughs> you know, say, like, what is grace? <laughs> you know, a lot of us, our fathers spoke English and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yes, uh, we, we congratulate them and we hope that <laughs> with our support, yeah, they will right. be able to deliver and deliver well. Yeah. You know, I was in the UK and they had this thing they call the UK City of Culture, where mm-hmm. every year they ah. would choose a city that wasn't doing well mm-hmm. and then they would sort of use tourism to revamp it. <laughs> I see. It's a good idea. So, you can say the year that you host the like for example, last year we were in Cape Coast, mm-hmm. and in fact, almost every year we on the heritage caravan we meet 
so we were in Tamale two mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. We're in Cape Coast last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know where we're going to be this year at the time. Mm-hmm. It's it's good to use that as an entry point to also say within the month of March, mm-hmm. the Volta region can also be the region of tourism. Thank you. So that all domestic tourists all roads leads to Volta. Mm-hmm. Then 2025, you can say it's Western North. Mm-hmm. 2026, uh-huh. you can say it's Northeast. Mm-hmm. 2027, you can say it's OT. Mm-hmm. Then you are moving the tourism agenda. Sure. So yeah, they should true. use it not just to do this much. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. But no. I think they should also highlight some of the things they have. ICT, tourism, ICT. agribusiness, you know what I'm saying? All those great things. And some of the problems they have. Like which one? Because Bernard. Like which one? <laughs> over the weekend, yeah. I went to bury my stepmother. Okay, in, in the village. In the village of uh, uh, Avedakpa. Thank you. Oh, not far, not far from my friend Mag- yeah, Magdalmos. That's right. <laughs> do I, do I yes, yes, yes. And yes. Bernard. I cut it off. Look, the whole Den Road. Oh, Bernard. The whole road. story. I think it is the worst road there is in the world. You haven't gone there. Bernard, no, no. I that road last year. Bernard. From Georgia to who? Charlie. The road has gone so bad. Is it bad? Commercial activity is dead on that stretch. Look, when we were younger, yes. you, that was the main okay. state. So, hold on. Today mm-hmm. is, what's today's date? Today, today is, is 13th mm-hmm. February. When is the 6th March? The 6th March is 6th March. Is it March? <laughs> it's yeah, about. Okay. <laughs> so, we have three weeks and a half. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, we go, we'll fire for three weeks. Charlie, we have to open fire. The independence. <laughs> so yes. So, they have to fire. Yes. Yes. Uh, so we'll start uh, later we'll start with the graphic okay. because it's more relaxed. You are very excited. Uh, yes, yeah, so you just go here. Anyway <laughs> Front page of the daily graphic, the biggest story there says N A E L P project mm-hmm. degraded lands restored. Uh, Residents appeal for expansion of program. Nice one. And there are some pictures here. Uh, Boku conflict, twenty seven pregnant women die oh. over inability to access hospital. Charlie? SHS freshers to report February 20 mm. and OSP charges 3 for failure to declare incomes. And on the back page of mm. the Daily Graphic, they've got two mm. stories from the Bed Power Ghana Premier League. Dreams FC Stan Kotoko yeah. and Hearts Silence Brickham Chelsea. This was an interesting game. For 81 minutes, the game was quiet. 3-1. And then boom, it exploded. Let me take you to the final for this morning. Big story says support to government saved the economy. Mm. This is coming in from the Bank of Ghana and the photograph of the BOG boss, Dr. Addison, is here on the front page. Also, in team, warns flag bearers parents against flouting code of conduct. Um, there's another story here that says economic difficulties will be resolved. The president, Nanado Dankwe Kufuado, is talking. And uh, Rao in parliament over public elections regulations CI. The details coming up in a jiffy. Okay, the Republic Press says four in OSP soup for failure to declare source of income. Mm. Redraw your unlawful letter to Auditor General, NDC to Attorney General. Mm. Man asked church to refund his tithes. Interesting. Oh. Form, <laughs> former MPP MP for Shamar, Dr. Atu Pamford, dead. Mm. And Gabi Chides Sophia Kufu for oh. picketing over DDEP. Oh. Oh. Gosh! Look at your Hey! You know what? We'll get into that. Sophia Kufu, when I saw her pass, it's not even the, the way she spoke. Eh? Charlie, <laughs> yeah. we, we need to go there. We have to go there. Yes, the Ghanaian Times says this morning: yeah. um, danger on university campuses. Mm-hmm. Police increase presence. 
to check crime and issues concerning insecurity. Mm. Also, government invests $1 billion in water as well as sanitation. The Minister for the Sector, the Honorable Cecilia Dapa, speaking here. Mm-hmm. And don't stigmatize epilepsy patients. Dr. Edu is quoted here okay. uh, saying, and there's a story here, an update on the treason trial. High Court sets today for case management conference. Okay, the Inquisitor says NPP Congress date and related issues. JFK is firm and fair. Hmm. GRA board members draw swords over contract for Amisha Dai. Draw your swords. Hey. <laughs> Other stories. So for a Kufu Flays Ken, Doctor uh, sorry, MP Patrick Boama donates ten thousand CDs to Turkish Disaster Fund. Wow. A new jabbing Oman Hini mm-hmm. relishes Alan's knowledge and humility. Mm-hmm. The Chronicle says economic turmoil will soon be over. President is assuring Ghanaians. Uh, also, Asantehima marks sixth anniversary of installment, mm-hmm. and Kofuidia lays a red carpet for Alan. All right. Okay, the anchor says MPP opposition bigwigs joining Alan campaign. <laughs> hey! MPP opposition. Hado. Let's go. 2021 school placement rot. Mm-hmm. Education minister hijacked 80% protocol slot. Mm-hmm. XGS director testifies. Mm-hmm. And don't deal with imposters on Utah or lands. Mm. Okay, that's coming from the Akraboy Doku family. Let me take you to the... The new crusading guy says current economic challenges we shall overcome. John Kuma apparently reading from the books of the president and assuring Ghanaians uh, on the fate of the economy. Also, we are told Sami Oku is um, you know the people's choice in the uh, the Cropon area. Yeah, and the chief here is backing him. <laughs> and then also, three thieves have been grabbed for diverting assorted poultry feed valued at 425,500 Ghana cities. Wow, look. Poultry feed. Wow, look. Almost half a million cities. Anyway, BNFT says transport minister inspects whole airport. All right. meets pensioner bondholders. Court participation, but assures it is entirely voluntary. And Asante Gold makes significant discovery at Abodia Book. Hmm. That's on page three. All right. If BNFT. that's all, let me just take you online and give you a few quick headlines as well. Citynewsroom.com. The lead story there. Chris Hilton is actually a big story. He's been named Black Stars head coach yep. and finance minister to appear before parliament on Thursday over DDP. That's also a story on citynewsroom.com. Mm-hmm. And then PAC proposes severe sanctions against those embezzling state funds. And then the story on the Bokinabis who fled to Boku have returned back home the number is four thousand four thousand bokenabis return home and if you go to other stories western north regional minister praised for fixing ancient adiaso road so maybe that's a word to the voter regional minister (laughs) 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 now this is a good one henry quarter vows to remove unauthorized billboards in accra coming in from the code now mm-hmm. my journal line is so far kufu you are better than this gabi fires former cj also debt exchange former deputy gmpc ceo mm-hmm. asked fidelity bank to state its position on 10 billion cds bond mm-hmm. 
And then uh, the story the president uh, is quoted to have made, we will confront successfully the difficulties facing Ghana. This is the president mm-hmm. speaking out. If you go to citybusinessnews.com, push for local processing and consumption of cocoa intensifies. Photo of cocoa from Chroma. Right. Tomorrow is co- chocolate day. We mm-hmm. understand this whole week is to be focused on pushing chocolate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then BOG, this story is sky. We need to focus on this. Yeah. Well. BOG is justifying funding government budget with 44.5 billion cities. There was a story you read that it was trying to explain the yeah. BOG's position. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, AGI is calling for clever modalities on the DDEP. And then the gold for oil policy continues and repetitive purchase of gold not sustainable according to COPEC. City Sports names Chris, uh, uh, follows and uh, focuses on Chris Hilton being named as the new coach. Now, let me just give you one global story that, that is just confusing me. Mm-hmm. Now, U.S. military shoots down fourth flying object. Yeah, the story is on CNN, it's on BBC, it's on Bloomberg. No, this one, no, Nathan, this one is very serious. Though. Mm-hmm. They said they even believe some of the things are extraterrestrial. Mm-hmm. Hey, yes, they say that one reloaded. It's like a Bobby Boo. <laughs> it's a serious thing. The North American Aerospace Defense Command say that they are assessing, they have shot down an object near Lake Huron, mm-hmm. and they believe that some of the objects they've shot, which is the fourth in probably as many days, mm-hmm. uh, could be extraterrestrial. The US has shot down another unidentified flying object, mm-hmm. UFO, in the fourth military operation of its kind this month. President Joe Biden ordered it to be downed near Lake Huron, close to the Canadian border on Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Now, the object could have interfered with commercial air traffic as it was traveling at 20,000 feet, a Pentagon statement it said. It was first detected above the military site in Montana on Saturday. The object was not deemed a military threat, but has been described by the defense officials as an unnamed octagonal structure mm-hmm. with strings attached to it. Mm-hmm. It was downed by a missile fired from an F-16 fighter jet at 2.42 local time. Mm. The incident raised further questions about the spate of high-altitude objects that have been shot down over North America this month. Mm. A suspected Chinese spy balloon was downed off the coast of South Carolina on February 4, after hovering for four days. Mm-hmm. We should be careful about these things, yeah. because before we know, no, they say, Charlie, something, something is happening, yeah, and then yeah, another yeah, economic yeah. crisis. Something, so yeah. let's keep an eye, because <laughs> we don't want the great to happen. <laughs> Yeah. I agree with you, so but I, I want you to go. What, what do you want to start? I with? want to start with the economy because we need to enter this chief justice. Coming, my dear, because you want, to, you want to enter. <laughs> now. Okay, then let me let you hear what she said. Okay, because I think, ah, okay, I think okay. that you know the thing happened on Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, when, by which time we had closed the you show, know, the the pensioners picketing was going loud mm-hmm. until the former chief justice entered the place. The former yes. chief yes. himself. Mm-hmm. It was it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Listen. But bit by bit, a lot of us are from the, gen- the generation where you were always encouraged to save for tomorrow and all that. Sometimes we've been through times when all your savings become nonsense because of some government policy. Then over the years, bit by bit, bit by bit, people have become more confident in in the economy, in, 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 in investment and all that. And uh, quite a number of people here today, when they retired last year, last two years, they've put everything into government bonds. And now all of a sudden, it's a, it's a contract, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And you, you virtually want to, at gunpoint, force them to, to agree with you that the, the the repayment or the yield of their investment should be 
as you dictate it. As you dictate it. Why? And at the same time, why, why are we in the mess we are in? Nobody has fully explained to us. Yes, debt. Okay, fine. We took debts. What was it used for? Where's the accountability? Exactly what was it used for? You're not telling us about how you're going to be able to make things better. But just that, help me and I help you. No, you help yourself first. Justice of Akufu, former CJ. Now, in fact, the, this what she just read, mm-hmm. the, the headline that the Herald gives it is quite interesting. <laughs> it says, Akufu Adu's father's side demands accountability from his mother's side. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I was joking. As ex-chief justice of Akufu calls Uforiata's death exchange rude, messy, wicked, disrespectful, and unlawful. <laughs> Charlie, I think you know what you should do. When you go on what the papers are saying on Thursday, create <laughs> a segment called Headline of the Week. <laughs> I'll tell you. No, 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 no. I, I beg you, Vivian. Headline, they, they will forgive them one cup of milk. For the, Charlie, it's true. Headline of the Week. Headline of the Week. Akufado's father's side. Demands accountability <laughs> from his father or from his mother's side. As esteemed Justice of Akufu calls <laughs> of Rata's death esteemed rude, messy, wicked. Disrespectful and I love. Now let's hear from his mother's side. A restraining order on Larry Lobo. Consider that. So Gabi away from the mother's side. So the Republic Press three. And I must say, Republic Press, please change the the headline okay, or the title of that story mm-hmm. uh, so they say northern region battles measles but it's the so they mix up the headline up yeah, anyway, right. yeah, so, so the story goes on to see the story from the mother side the mother side <laughs> okay now <laughs> now for former cj Heloche, mm-hmm. Sofia Kufu to take up a noble cause mm-hmm. such as picketing against the inclusion of pensioners mm-hmm. in the debt exchange program mm-hmm. but at such a late hour mm-hmm. when all was done and for all that publicity, mm-hmm. she owed it to herself mm-hmm. and, this, and her social standing mm-hmm. to have understood the issues far better than what she exhibited. Mm-hmm. A leading member of the MPP, Gabi Ochidako, has said... No, 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 We agree with you, Yes, we agree with her. Is it no force? Yes, she forced. Yes, we forced. We'll deal with it later on. Later on. Now, also on the economy, the Bank of Ghana is saying that their support to government the economy, you know, they have been claimed that they yes. printed some billions of Ghana CDs. Billions, exactly. So, uh, Elvis uh, Daco writing says that, um, and this is in the final newspaper, Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Ennis Addison, has defended the central bank's decision to finance government expenditure last year to prevent the economy from being totally destabilized. Mm-hmm. Now, according to him, without central bank's intervention, the economy would have come to a standstill, leading to an economic instability. Mm-hmm. He explained that 2022 started with the downgrading of the economy by credit rating agencies, blocking their country's access to the capital market, where Ghana borrows at least $3 billion U.S. dollars each year um, prior to 2022. Now, Dr. Addison pointed out that in addition to losing access to the capital market, revenue projections fell by far below expectations. Now, speaking at the annual uh, stakeholder meeting of the State uh, Interest and Governance uh, Authority, SIGA, the the governor said the developments put government finances in Mm -hmm. trouble Mm -hmm. as there was no money 
to fund expenditures. So some people feel if this was used to uh, service domestic debt mm-hmm. or used to do domestic things, there shouldn't be really a problem with it, except, of course, it violated our written laws. Yeah. But it becomes a problem when you print to now finance externals, mm-hmm. which becomes an issue. We can yeah. spend some time on this mm-hmm. later on. Yeah. But still on the economy. Mm, yes, uh, page two of the BNFT says, if Riata meets pensioner bondholders, mm. the finance minister has assured pensioners forming part of the individual bondholders that they are participating in the DDEP mm-hmm. is voluntary. Mm-hmm. The senior citizens had since Monday, February 6, congregated at the Ministry of Finance in Accra to express their displeasure at what they described as being strong-armed mm-hmm. into accepting participation mm-hmm. uh, in the program, insisting on their preference being total Meanwhile, the Finance Minister will appear before Parliament on Thursday by the DDEP. This is City Newsroom lead story, and so that story it's also to keep an eye on. Yeah, my difficulty with that though is that you see the NDC side ought to have pushed a motion as opposed to inviting the minister because this one is you can't invited take a vote to a on a committee it. or invited to the whole plenary. The, the whole plenary to brief the house. But what it is basically is that they are coming to he's coming to explain to you what he's doing. As but opposed what to done? I, I think the better strategy would have been to file a motion. Which motion would have attracted a vote one way or the mm. other? Meanwhile, on the DDP. Uh, Martin people says so far, has changed the face of our democracy by picketing. In fact, on the big issue, mm-hmm. he described her as the Ya Asantua of our time. Thank you. So this is the uncle side mm-hmm. supporting. Mm-hmm. Then <laughs> uh, there's a quick one I just wanted to add before okay. we go on. If you go to my journal online, story there that former uh, deputy GMP CEO asked Fidelity Bank to state his position on the 10 billion CDS lab bond. So a former deputy CEO of uh, GMPC Thomas Menu has asked Fidelity Bank to officially state its position on the 10 billion CD Esla PLC bond. Mm-hmm. A letter written to the bond trustees of the bank uh, by his lawyer Martin Kubo on Monday, mm-hmm. he wondered why the trustees did not object to the inclusion of the said bond in the ongoing debt exchange program. Don't forget, Senor, he told us that mm-hmm. for certain kinds of instruments and companies, mm-hmm. the trustees were the ones to make a decision. Yeah. Now, according to him, he's greatly affected by the action and demands answers from his fund managers. The letter stated that Mr. Menu finds the action most unfortunate and worrying. And then the details of the letter are released. And quickly, let me give you this uh, quote from the president. Uh, in the Chronicle, economic turmoil will be over soon. And somewhere in the story, the president is quoted as saying, However, with the help of the Almighty God and backed by a sense of determination, hard work and collective sacrifices on our part, I'm confident that we will successfully confront the difficulties, bring relief to the Ghanaian people, and turn the economy back to the high rates of Growth that characterized the management of our economy in the three years preceding the COVID mm-hmm. uh, break, uh, outbreak. All right, Nathan. Okay, page 20 of the Daily Graphic. The OSP is here. Mm-hmm. Now, that same story is also on the front page yep. of the public press. Mm-hmm. Now, the story says the Office of the Special Prosecutor has charged three public servants and a civil servant for allegedly failing to comply mm-hmm. and declare their sources of income. Mm-hmm. Their failure to declare their sources of income is in contravention of the OSP regulations 2018. Mm-hmm. A statement issued by the OSP on Friday named the four as Issa Seydou, who works with the National Insurance Commission, James Keck or say who works with the office of the vice president as an administrator, as well as John Aban and Peter Archibald Hyde, both of whom are senior officers with the customs division of the GRE. <laughs> the accused are due to appear before the Accra High Court or the High Court in Accra Criminal mm. Division today. All right, yeah. Henry Court is back in the news, right. and yeah. I'll give you two regional stories. Then you can link it to your voter story. Yep. So the Great Accra Regional Minister Henry Court has assured of his preparedness to help clamp 
unauthorized billboards across the length and breadth of the city. Mm-hmm. It maintains that the indiscipline associated with the indiscriminate erection of billboards at the city is worrisome. Speaking at the eighth investiture ceremony of the Advertising Association of Ghana, mm-hmm. the minister called for concrete efforts, or sorry, concerted efforts mm-hmm. to accelerate the passage of the advertising bill to mitigate the indiscriminate mounting of billboards. Mm-hmm. He said so. He's not gone silent. Yeah, he's been yeah, speaking. Exactly. Now the Western North Regional Minister has been praised for fixing the ancient Dadiasu Road. Okay. So we are serving notice the to other regional ministers. Yes, yes, including our very own yes. residents of ancient Dadiasu in mm-hmm. the Western North Region. I even praises on the Regional Minister Richard Jojo Bing for fulfilling a promise he made to residents last year. Mm-hmm. The minister had promised residents that he would ensure that the ancient Dadiasu Road, which is a major road in the region, was fixed within the year. Mm-hmm. Drivers who plied the road that links major towns in the Koko dominated region had dominated had demonstrated over the probable nature of the road. Pregnant women at a number of occasions mm. had miscarriages due to the bad nature of the road. Mm-hmm. And uh, the journalists visited the road and found out that the road had been done. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a picture of the road before. Mm-hmm. Look. Wow. Wow. Before wow. and after. Olimoto. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. So, 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 you see. And then this is after. Wow. Wow. So, this is solid work. Yeah. And you see, yeah. the, he, he used his own money, though. But <laughs> he loved <laughs> Advocating. Yes. So, the regional minister on his part said he was excited about the completion of the road and promised that others in the region will be completed. Mm-hmm. Today, we are witnessing something magnificent here in the region. Mm-hmm. The road which plays a major role in the region. Please, a major in the region is being fixed. Mm-hmm. We thank God for that. Mm. Okay. Um, Bernard, um, we take you to page 13 of the Ghanaian Times so yeah. we can do uh, some uh, security-related story because we are told that there are problems on our university campuses mm-hmm. and that police are moving in with Dr. Kufu Dampare to fix the problem. Now, the police administration will soon introduce the police visibility and undercover program on university campuses to check student violence and crime in general mm-hmm. to improve security mm-hmm. in uh, public universities across mm-hmm. the country. Now, the Inspector General of Police, mm-hmm. Dr. George Ekufu Dampare, mm-hmm. said this on Friday while addressing uh, the lecturers, uh, deans, heads of departments and students of the University of Energy and Natural Resources in Sunyai <coughs> as part of his two-day working visit to the Bono. Still on education. Okay, still on education. SHS Freshers to report February 20. This okay. is on page 16 of the Daily Graphic. Mm-hmm. And the story says, all qualified BEC candidates who are being placed into SHS's and technical and vocational institutions are expected to report to school on February 20. This is part of the timetable the GS has released for the academic year mm-hmm. for all SHSs and also basic schools. Mm-hmm. The timetable comes ahead of the release of placements mm-hmm. by the computer, computerized school selection and placement program. Okay. The SHS timetable is in two categories, um, one for schools under the double track system mm-hmm. and those that will run a single stream. And, and let me just plug into mm-hmm. that because if you go to the Chronicle page, three of the Chronicle has a story breaking my heart. 19-year-old appeals for support to enter medical school and Bernard, the story is by Bernice uh, Bessé. And if you look at the young lady's um, record, as in the result, mm. you see, the, the but for B2 that she had in English language, Everything else, social studies, mm. A1, mathematics, A1, integrated science, A1, mathematics, uh, elect, uh, the elective, A1, biology, A1, chemistry, A1, physics, A1. God, there are a lot of people like that who have been reaching out <laughs> and the, the funding opportunities are not that big. That's the point. We need more resources to support these people. No, I'm appealing also, to a listener of CTFN. Not even that. Mm. There's also the need for mm. the loan system to work. To work, yeah, that's Because big. if you have hundreds of students mm-hmm. who qualify but cannot go mm-hmm. 
yes, individual philanthropy can help, but yeah. you need a system to address I it. I agree with you. All right, I so agree with you. I don't want you to make it seem as if this... They, look, even this week, mm-hmm. I've seen like three emails with people who have qualified for university. Mm-hmm. I'm a basic Yeah, but you see, this one has touched my heart, and I'm appealing to a listener of City FM to mm-hmm. adopt this young lady. Mm. And 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 uh, put some money behind her. Let me give you a final one here. We are pushing for local cocoa processing mm-hmm. and consumption as Valentine approaches. Now, mm. the 2023 National Chocolate Week celebration has been launched with a renewed purpose to empower artisanal cocoa processors to take advantage of new incentives within the consumption campaign mm-hmm. to become more competitive to meet market demand. Now, Information Minister Kojo Ponkroma he launched the celebrations at the Accra Tourist Information Centre. And acknowledge that the cocoa industry plays a significant role in stabilizing the local economy. Mm-hmm. Hence, the need to intensify efforts aimed at boosting local production, processing, and consumption. And there's a final story from me. Government invests $1 billion in water and sanitation. The Honorable Cecilia Abinadapa is uh, reported here saying that uh, the government has so far invested close to $1 billion U.S. billion to facilitate the provision of sustainable water and sanitation needs across yeah. the country. I wanted to give you more of the Henry Cortez story okay. later because he spoke at the program and spoke about the fact that he's not a cabinet minister and also spoke about his silence. Charlie, no, no. In fact, you, you, you need to give us... I will give it to you later. Yes, where the report is full of... Yes, yes. This is the City <laughs> Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. I see me sitting silence, sipping my liquor, making no liquor. I'm picking no girls. Ay, ay, this generation, we know they get. Business News is next brought to you by Goyle. Your OMC of choice keeps making life so convenient. We now accept Momo for all fuel purchases. Remember to Momo it at Goyle. You can also use your bank card or other bank cards to buy fuel at Goyle. Drive to your nearest Goyle station, buy your fuel and pay by Momo bank card or Go card. Goyle, good energy. Natalie. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN. Girl, enterprise life your advantage. Access Bank more than banking and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, government to announce final terms of domestic debt exchange program this week. And economist Dr. Patrick Assuming reiterates calls for the country to restore fiscal sustainability going forward in order to facilitate debt reduction to a sustainable level.
the details, Nauman government will on Tuesday announce the final terms of the domestic debt exchange program following the expiration of registration on Friday, February 10th. The government last Tuesday extended the window for bondholders to complete tender processes. Despite several agitations against the program, especially by pension bondholders, government has achieved more than 50% participation out of its intended 80% target for bondholders to sign up to the program. Government is, however, hopeful that more bondholders will be able to tender their documents on, to complete the processes before Tuesday. Meanwhile, economist Dr. Patrick Assuming has reiterated calls for the country to restore fiscal sustainability going forward in order to facilitate debt reduction to a sustainable level. He also wants the country to pursue structural reforms and address economic imbalance and the financial issues that are putting lots of stress on the fiscal framework. Ghana's total public debt stock shot up to 557.7 billion Ghana cities at the end of November 2022. Speaking to City Business News, Dr. Patrick Assuming said, addressing these sectoral reforms is critical for Ghana despite seeking an IMF economic bailout. Between uh, December last year and uh, December, uh, well, we don't have the number for December, but the last number they reported is for November. You notice that the biggest component of the jump is the center, and it's mostly because of the currency depreciation. So it's not even, it's just over 1.1 billion, a 1.1 billion US dollar increment. So the, the, the main thing is that the currency depreciated sharply, and because of that, you see that the, the dollar component converted to CD. Is, is, is jumped significantly. So I think that is the main reason why we've seen such a huge jump. But because, I mean, over the course of the year 2022, we didn't really have access to borrow too much from, from uh, external sources. I think, you know, outside of doing a debt exchange, we really have to do fiscal reform. That will fundamentally tackle, you know, government deficits. And I think that is where... We are yet to see too much action. You know, the, the 2023 budget that we saw, there, there's not enough to tell us that we are going to tackle the deficit going forward. It is a deficit that feeds the debt. So we might do the debt exchange, and uh, for a period, it will bring the, the debt levels down. But, you know, if the tab that is feeding into the debt, that is the deficit, if you don't plug that tab, I'm afraid that uh, in the not so distant future, you might return to another debt. So it's very important that, you know, those fiscal reforms, you know, additional revenue measures and also plugging the expenditure hole, we, have, we tackle them. When we do that. Economist Dr. Patrick Assuming speaking there. The Chamber of Petroleum Consumers, COPEC, is calling on government to cancel the gold for oil policy. The policy has been heavily criticized by industry players who have questioned its sustainability. Others have also argued that government should find proven methods to deal with the depreciation of the CD and scrap some taxes off petroleum products. Executive Secretary of COPEC, Duncan Amar, tells to Business News government must explore the alternatives proposed by industry players. You also have a situation where uh, the private person is now having to compete with, you know, public funds, which are pre-financed cargo. We do not think this is uh, what Ghanaians have been clamoring for. And so the earlier authorities abandon this gold for oil idea, uh, the better it would be for one, the Ghanaian, two, uh, the market, and three, uh, the Ghanaian economy itself, which is at this point, is not in a very good shape to pay for any under recovery or trading losses that may arise 
uh, from this gold for oil program. Duncan Amwa is Executive Secretary for the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers, Ghana. The Minister of Information, Kojo Oponkrum, has assured of pushing for the passage of the advertising bill to sanitize activities within the advertising space. The Minister maintains that the advertising industry has the responsibility of shaping society, which will eventually lead to the economic growth of the nation. Speaking at the 8th Investiture Ceremony of the Advertising Association of Ghana, Kojo Oponkrum urged players within the space to double their efforts to meet international standards. Though a lot has been achieved in the years gone by, the challenges of today and the challenges of the future require us to double our efforts and to do even more if we are to remain relevant in our various places. The much-talked-about advertising bill needs to, as a matter of urgency, be passed to bring the necessary regulatory backing, standards and framework for the quick advancement of this industry. Any industry that doesn't sort out its regulation quickly struggles. In markets where this industry has excelled, it has excelled within a properly regulated environment. I do know how much work you have done already in the preparatory stages. And I'd like to assure you that when all is ready, my doors at the Ministry of Information are open to help you see the draft bill passed into law. Indeed, my uncle, Honorable Katie Hammond, who has just been nominated as Minister Responsible for Trade and Industry, will take his seat very soon. But beyond this, Mr. President, we must also develop the collaboration between you as an industry and the policymakers in government. We must commit to regular collaborative dialogue to explore how we can regularly work together and share best practices to develop a strong, vibrant and a stronger industry. That was the Minister of Information, Kojo Opon Nkrumah. Meanwhile, the Advertisers Association of Ghana is urging players within the space to leverage on technology to standardize consumer data to ensure the growth of the industry. The association maintains that a well-coordinated data which meets the changing needs of consumers will boost revenue mobilization for the country. Real-time changes in consumer attitudes, behavior and media engagement, the correct data is more critical than ever. Robust, accurate data must be the marketer's north star for understanding and engaging consumer and for measurement and attribution that enables the highest return on the advertising investment. Understanding the consumer behind those engagements ensures that, that the advertiser reached the right audience with the right messages. The industry generally does not have open and standardized consumer benchmark studies. The results affect the quality and validation of some of the work that we produce. The association must therefore help equip practitioners with the right tools and data infrastructure to capitalize on the growing complex changes. The association aims to work with other research partner agencies and our colleagues in the marketing fraternity to create this database infrastructure. Additionally, the association would harness relationship with big tech giants like Meta and Google to make digital data and analytics cheaper for practitioners. That was the president of the Advertising Association of Ghana, Andrew Aka. 
Now on the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar remained unchanged and is selling at 10 CDs 80 pesos. The British pound which lost 2 pesos is selling at 13 CDs 1 pesos. The euro remained unchanged and is selling at 11 CDs 5 pesos. However, at some forex bureaus within the capital, the dollar is selling at 12 CDs 40 pesos, while the British pound is selling at 15 CDs 10 pesos and the euro at 13 CDs 20 pesos. Let's now join Mark Jordan Sikanate of Data Bank for updates on the stock market. The bears registered a weekly turnover of 4.3 million Ghana cities from the sale of 1.9 million shares last week. A total of nine price movements were recorded as Benz Oil Palm Plantation topped the list of gainers appreciating 9.66% week on week to 9 Ghana cities 65 pesos. GCB Bank emerged as the West Lagarde losing 10.26% week on week to 3 Ghana cities 15 pesos. The GSE Composite Index gained 2.04% week on week to 2,390.43 points with a year-to-date loss of 2.19%, while the Data Bank Stock Index increased 0.66% week on week to 100.33 points with a year-to-date loss of 4.74%. On the back of high demand, we anticipate an increase in the price of total energies this week. However, we expect the share price of Societe Generale and Guinness Ghana to decline due to excess supply of their shares. That was Mark Jordan Sikanate of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News. Proudly brought to you by MTN, Girl, Enterprise Life, your advantage and access bank more than banking and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Netelinete Ajahu. Have a good business day. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Minutes past seven. We're getting ready for the sports segment of the show. It's called Kickoff. is brought to us by Shell Fuel Super Save, Shell Fuel Save Diesel, and Shell V Power. Fuel designed to last longer. And also brought to you by Shell. If you're a private school targeting to buy a school bus sometime this year, why wait for later when we can support you? Do it now. Come along, apply for our competitive school bus loan with convenient payment terms. Call Michael on 057-411-7851. Let's do it together. Let's share let's improve life. And brought to you by Shell as well. So Shell has given us a way to go further and save money with the Shell Fuel Save. Our triple action formula improves engine efficiency, prevents deposit buildup, and protects your engine from wear and corrosion for extra clean, extra protection, and extra savings, giving you extra kilometers out of your drive. So switch to Shell Fuel Save today because extra kilometers go a long way. Go This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation.
Benjamin Kitters here with the Sports News. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Bernard. Let's get into the headlines. And in the headlines, Chris Hilton named Black Stars head coach. Real Madrid are champions of the world after winning their fifth Club World Cup trophy. And in the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are winners of Super Bowl 57. Starts off from the doorsteps of the Black Stars and the Ghana Football Association. They have confirmed the appointment of Chris Hutton as the new head coach of Ghana's Black Stars. Now, according to the GFA, the appointment of the 64-year-old is in line with the vision of the football governing body to continue with the project of building a formidable squad that started with Otoado in the lead-up to the FIFA World Cup in Qatar. Now, in a statement released by the GFA, Hilton will be assisted by coaches George Boating and Masoud Didi Dramani, who were Otoado's deputies at the just-ended uh, World Cup. Now, according to the FA, the details about the duration of the contract and terms of engagement will soon be announced in due course. So, um, that's what's uh, the latest as far as the Black Stars coaching job is concerned. Let's move on to some other stuff. And Sports Minister Mustafa Youssef is expected to talk to youth and sports resource centers in the eastern and Volta regions today. The minister will use the opportunity to assess the progress of work done at the facilities in Koforidua and Ho. Now, Ghana's 66th Independence Day celebration, which comes off next month, will take place at the yet-to-be-completed youth resource center in Ho. So that's what's going on. We'll get some uh, updates on that for you very soon. Let's get to the uh, Best Power Ghana Premier League. The first round has come to an end, and Dreams FC Football Club this stunned Kumasi Asante Kotoko when they beat them by two goals to nil in Deu. Kotoko's head coach Seydou Zebo attributed their defeat to individual errors. Today there is individual differences offensively and defensively. That's where we got the defeat. Uh, the home team played very, very well. They deserved the win, and we have about seven players that are absent, and we have to accept that they play better than us. We always change the team because today is some kind of experiment defensively that we implement. Asante Kotoko head coach Seiru Zebo speaking through his interpreter. Now Dreams FC head coach Abdul Karim Zito also lauded the attitude of his team en route to the win. Well, I think when you look at the previous matches we played, the lineup of the, of the matches is not easy. Playing at, at Chelsea, coming back to play at Diana, Bupis and Kotoko. So it, it wasn't easy for me. So I have to work seriously with the boys in order to break that gist between. You see, I'm trying to reduce the number of uh, uh, defeat I've received from Kotoko. So now it is 6-3. You understand me? It, previously it was 6-4. Now it's 6-3. And I'm happy all the three was being managed by me to get that three. So we work and I told the boys, there's no way, there's no excuse from uh, uh, S if we don't win this match. So I wanted to enter into the field with the positive attitude. 
Abdul Karim Zito is head coach of Dreams FC. Now, Hearts of Folk won uh, by three goals to one against Brickham Chelsea. Hearts of Folk head coach Slavko Matic was impressed with the dominant performance of his players. I think uh, that we dominate 90 minutes. We dominate 90 minutes. Even the first half, we didn't score a goal. I tell to the players, just a few changes. If we make, we'll score three goals. Thanks God, we scored three. I think the best team, the better team, won today. We deserve this win. We dominate with the ball. We create a lot of opportunities, a lot of shoots. I can say chance, uh, chances, and on the end, we win. Congratulations to, to my players. Accra Hartsfolk head coach Slavko Matic speaking there. Brickham Chelsea head coach Christopher Enning admitted that his team lost to the better side. Well, I will give credit to Accra Hartsfolk. They, they really had a good game today. Yeah, but I don't know what is really happening. I don't know if it's about fatigue or something. I don't know because uh, our game plan changed. But we were able to hold them up to the 70th minute before we concede. So it's something that I have to check uh, what is really happening. Yeah. So you heard Christopher Aini, who is Brickham Chelsea head coach, speaking there. Let's get to the other results from the round. Now, Karela FC Day beat Kotoku Royals by two goals to one. Kim Faisal were also 1-0 winners over Real Tamale United in Swatchaman beat Accra Great Olympics by two goals to one. Samatex also were at home when they won by two goals to one against Legon City. Um, Tamale City and Mediama played out a goalless draw and Bichem United and Adriana Stars also played out a goalless draw. Now today there's a game between Accra Lions and Bibiani Gold Stars. Now if you look at the league table after round one in the Ghana Premier League, Adriana Stars topped the table with 32 points. Accra Hearts of Folk are right behind them on 28 points. You have Bichem United on 27 points and Asante Kotoko also on 27 points. Let's move to the English Premier League and let's check out exactly what broke down in the particular match week. Now Leeds United were up against Manchester United. They lost by two goals to nail. So Man United taking three points from that particular game. Captain for Man United, Harry Maguire, shared his thoughts on the win at Elland Road. Yeah, of course, we, we know coming to, to Elland Road, it's going to be a tough place. There's going to be, there's going to be times where they have a, a little bit of momentum. Um, it came probably in both, both early on in both halves. Uh, we had to dig in the second half as well, but we focused and we knew that our quality would come through. So we know, knew we had to battle and fight for every ball and, and keep the ball out of our net. And um, yeah, I think that it's credit to the lads that we stuck with it, the, the spirit, the fight that we've shown. And we know how important this victory is to our fans. Um, having not got it at Old Trafford in the, in the week, we were disappointed. So we knew today was about revenge and, and we got that. Man United captain Harry Maguire speaking there to the camp of Manchester City and they were at the Etihad when they beat Aston Villa by three goals to one. Let's hear from City midfielder Rodri after their victory. Uh, it was a game, of course, uh, individually. I knew I made a, a mistake, but uh, yeah, they did make a, a big effort. And, and yeah, today was, a, again, a game to show uh, that we're in a, in a good mood, in a, in a good shape. And I think for the first minute we, we did a great game. Uh, yeah, we we stayed on the run, we're there, we, we're happy, and yeah, we every game is a final for us. Manchester City midfielder Rodri speaking there. Now, Arsenal, they dropped points in controversial fashion when they played out a 1-1 draw with Brentford. Arsenal head coach Mikel Arteta says the Brentford goal was an offside and Arsenal will speak to the Premier League to discuss the decisions in the game as always following VAR official Lee Mason's blunder at the Emirates. Yes, I just looked it back and it is offside, yeah. I don't know, probably they will give an explanation later on in the week, but um, today we haven't got any, but looking at the images and 
you have to apply certain principles in defending, and you do that by sticking to the rules. And suddenly you apply different rules, then you have to change your principles. So tell us before, because then you don't hide the line in, in that height, because then obviously you're always going to have an advantage if you get blocked. Yeah, we always assess the game with them, and, uh, and we give our views and our points. But uh, it's late, too late. Mikel Arteta is Arsenal head coach. West Ham United also held Chelsea to a 1-1 draw. Let's hear from Chelsea attacker Joao Felix after the match. Yeah, we did, I think, enough to, to win. But it's football. They they defend well. Uh, the first 30 minutes, we, we scored three goals. Two doesn't count. Uh, but we were there. We we had the, the, the situation, the chance to, to score. Um, we draw, but we we got the sensation that we can got the three points. Joao Felix is a Chelsea attacker. When you get to the other results, Crystal Palace played out a 1-1 draw with Brighton. Fulham were too strong for Nottingham Forest. William scoring an absolutely brilliant goal in that particular encounter. Leicester City recorded the shock result of the round thumping Tottenham Hotspur by four goals to one. AFC Bournemouth also held Newcastle to a 1-1 draw and then Southampton Football Club continued to struggle. They had a numerical advantage in that game against Wolves but still managed to lose by two goals to one. Now, Southampton have confirmed that they have parted ways with manager Nathan Jones. Now, today, there's a Merseyside derby. Liverpool will be up against Everton Football Club. That game is at Anfield, and there will be live radio commentary and analysis right here on 97.3 City FM. Let's move on to some other stuff. And Real Madrid beat Al by five goals to three in a remarkable eight-goal FIFA Club World Cup final in Rabat to win the trophy for a second for a record extending fifth time. Now, Vinicius Jr. and Fede Valverde scored twice each uh, for um, Real Madrid as Karim Benzema added another goal. Now, FIFA plans to change the format of the tournament from June 2025 to feature 32 teams and it will be held every four years. So that's what's going on with the Club World Cup. Let's finish off with some American football and the Kansas City Chiefs became NFL champions for the second time in four years after fighting back to claim a thrilling 38-35 win over the Philadelphia Eagles. Now the Chiefs trailed for much of Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix and were 27-21 down heading into the final quarter. But despite limping after aggravating an ankle injury, quarterback Patrick Mahomes and veteran coach Andy Reid orchestrated a route back in front of a crowd of over 67,000. So the Chiefs are Super Bowl champions. So that's what's going on as far as the NFL is concerned. That's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Inketia. There's more sports at citysportsonline.com. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. You know, um, there's a, a very famous poem by John Donne. And one of the most popular lines in there is, Do not send to find out for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. When things happen like this, then you need to think, even if you're not personally affected, you tell yourself, this is just by God's grace that I'm not included. Yes. And it's very heartbreaking to see people of, particularly of, of this, this age group, my age group, 
Some are a bit older than me. Some are somewhat younger than me. But these are all people who have worked. They have worked very hard. They could have, they could have left the country when others were going. They stayed. They worked for the nation. And we've had our ups and downs and ups and downs and everything. But bit by bit, a lot of us are from the, gen the generation where you were always encouraged to save for tomorrow and all that. Sometimes we've been through times when all your savings become nonsense because of some government policy. Then over the years, bit by bit, bit by bit, people have become more confident in in the economy, in, 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 in investment and all that. And uh, quite a number of people here today, when they retired last year, last two years, they've put everything into government bonds. And now all of a sudden, it's a, it's a contract, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And you, you virtually want to, at gunpoint, force them to, to agree with you that the, the, the repayment or the yield of their investment should be as you dictated. As you dictated. Why? And at the same time, why, why are we in the mess we are in? Nobody has fully explained to us. Yes, debt. Okay, fine. We took debt. What was it used for? What's the accountability? Exactly what was it used for? You're not telling us about how you're going to be able to make things better. But just like, help me and I help you. No, you help yourself first. Let me see you doing something serious. Because we've seen these sort of things too many times. I'm over 70 now. And I'm, I'm no longer a government employee. My mouth has been ungagged and I'm talking and I'm saying what I feel. And it's important that the elderly in this nation should be respected. One, I find this wicked. I find it disrespectful. I find it unlawful. I find it totally wrong, period. Because you don't solve your problems by sacrificing your agent. That, that's the last thing you should do. Especially when you don't have any services that are specially geared at the comfort and the relief of the agent. The national insurance system has virtually collapsed. The elderly are buying their medications at normal commercial prices. And I know a lot of people who have told me that they have timed the way they did their in the investments so that at least every month there's something for them to be able to cover their medical bills with. Now people are asking pharmacists, oh, is it safe for me? Instead of two, can I take one a day? Or if in instead of one, can I take half a day? How long can I continue like that before having a bad effect on me? Should it come to that after years of faithful service to the nation? So um, the Minister of Finance had better go back to the drawing board and come back with a better proposal because otherwise nobody, nobody is going to. Uh, I'm encouraging people not to agree to sign up to anything. Yes, and if need be, we can all go to court. That's all. A contract is a contract and it has to be respected. And if you want to renegotiate it, come to the table, one, with humility and come 
with a, a, a yesable proposition, not take it or leave it. Yes, it's all, our, all of us, it's our duty to show up our economy. But that we voted government into power to take care of our economy. So we should see where the due diligence is before you tell an aged person <laughs> to, to lend you money. Please, they should come again. This doesn't, it's a non-starter. So that's it. Well, I'm not speaking to the president. He has appointed somebody to take care of our money. And I remember when uh, Kenufuriata was first appointed uh, in, in, uh, in 20, what, 2017. I remember a, a statement he made that he sees his responsibility as Minister of Finance to protect the public purse. If you've not protected the public purse, why should it be us who should do that? Let's, we are singing the anthem. If you give a little more than you take And if you try to fix more than you break If you're the kind who takes the time to help a stranger in the rain There's a place for people like you if you stand up for those down on their knees And lend a voice to those who cannot speak If you shine a little light, give sight to the ones who've lost their way There's a place for people like you
7.3 CTFM and uh, you had the uh, formative justice justice Sophia Kufu. She was also the head of the COVID COVID private sector trustees. I believe mm. it was mm. very very um, significant contribution. A number of points to rec- recall in there. I don't intend to summarize the full speech. But a couple of things that hit me. I have been ungagged. I'm no longer in government. So that suggests that there may be people who, because of the work they do, do not express views. But let's not, let's not confuse their silence to mean they don't have a view. It's just because of the office and what the office imposes on them. And then she makes a point about she being a pensioner and she having to support this group of people. Now, I've had a number of people on platforms say, like, it's too little, too late. And what's she talking about? She's an Article 7 holder. And I think that's very rich. It's very rich for people to say, right? Here's somebody who's who who probably has no need to pick it. She could have sat at home. All right. Yeah. She's come out to express a view very strongly. She's put her face she's in front of cameras. This is a person who has a personal relationship with people in government. Mm-hmm. She knows the president very well. She's actually a relation. And to still come out and boldly say, Finance Minister, you are the cause of our problem. What you are doing is wicked and unjust. Stop it. Mm-hmm. I think she should be commended. Exactly. Now, if you will not even commend her, don't condemn her. Yeah. But I've, I'm on platform where people say, oh, Charlie, what's the problem? She's an Article 7, uh, Article whatever holder. It is she's, irrelevant. She's waited. Ah, the horse has bolted. Okay, you who's on that horse group, what have you done before the horse bolted? And I feel this is a good opportunity for other people to come in and say, look, there's... It's like another important voice in the fight. Mm-hmm. All voices are not the same. All voices are not the same. That's the truth. The reason we are leading with this is that this is a very significant person. You know, and the clarity and the position she took, she wasn't trying to sort of cover it in some sugar-coated euphemism of, oh, Ken, let's talk. She said, basically, look, you are the one who said you protect the public purse. The last thing you should be doing is to be taking monies of people who have shown confidence in you mm-hmm. By buying your bonds mm-hmm. with an expected exchange rate that you set. Mm-hmm. They didn't set the exchange rate. This is not greedy people going to invest in Ponzi schemes that you are punishing them for. This is the normal order of business that government borrows from people with excess money with the promise that you will have a specific return to plan your life. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes you don't need new words to say the same thing. You need new people to say it. Because there's nothing we've not said about this. Mm-hmm. But we may not have the same level of weight she has. Yep. The reason she's on the front pages is that this is a former CJ. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason, the reason the CJ issue is important to me is that it also means that she understands the law. Mm-hmm. And she describes this as illegal. Yeah. If you listen to her very carefully. Mm-hmm. All right? And this is somebody who used to be the lead interpreter of the constitution. Mm-hmm. Who empanels. So, I think it's not too late for the Minister of Finance and his team to take a second look at this. Particularly in respect of the pensioners. Mm-hmm. Just that. Because what you've basically done is that you've appropriated almost 10 billion CDs of private people's money for government. That's what you've done. Is government a more efficient allocator of resources than the private sector? I doubt it. 
give you an example. You, you and Kojo, you want to build a, uh, what do you call it? You want to build a, a, a hostage, a hostel for uh, Basco. The amount of money you spend, if the government, if the DC or the MC was building that same project, it would have been three or six times the amount. So government is not necessarily a more efficient user of our money. So when there's an economic crisis, this appropriation of people's money in the name of debt exchange is completely wrong. It's not as if the government is so super efficient and so clear in its execution of projects. Yes, we have space for government. We all can build roads. We all can say we live on uh, firestone, so we should contribute money and build the road. We don't have the borrowing power. We don't have the convenient power to do that. So there are some things government must do. Healthcare, education, roads. But to take people's earned income in a take-it-or-leave-it fashion, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's... So I think she's giving more fire to the debate. You know, the horse has not bolted at all. And I think she should be commended. Mm-hmm. She sh- if I want to urge... I, I've, I've seen two groups of comments that really worried me. Where people are like, she's come out too late. Why did she come out on time? She reserves the right to come out when she wants to come out. Because you have not come out. Okay? And the fact that she ends Article 70, why? Did she, is it the whole Article 70 law? If somebody ends Article 70, does that mean she cannot support ordinary? You and I know there are old people in Ghana who don't have pensions. Yep. And we know that there are some people, the only money they get in a month is the pension that they have invested money for. And we know our pensions are even so low already. And then to say that with government's profligacy, projects that is refusing to discuss, government has not had a national discussion on any consensus, a very arrogant way of doing what they want to do, take it or leave it first. And you are telling me that when a former CJ comes out to say that, let's rethink this, she's come out too late, and that you should tell somebody, even somebody at the temperature to say that, tell me the next joke. An Article 70 holder coming to fight for pensioners, Imagine. tell me the next joke. Imagine. It's so rich. If the government has even come out to have different discussions, the government has literally been forced to the table. All the concessions the government has made has been because people have come to force and say no. It's not as if they came and said, let's discuss how we are going to manage this economic malaise. And one of the options on the table is a debt exchange. No, they said that the, the, most, the, most, the most vicious, the debt exchange for an issue. And that's what she's saying. And I, I, I really feel with Miss Anna, she's like, it's like almost like Ghana we less like complaining passively and we don't really, you know, look, I commend the domestic bond, uh, individual bondholders with all their faults. Again, Senor Hosi, Martin Pebu, and all those guys, at least they've managed to rally to get concession. Do you get me? Beyond complaining about the issue, they've put a group together, they've met the Ministry of Finance, they've shown us that we can save 83 billion cities. That's what we expect people to do. And for those who haven't joined and just insult and criticize, I think that's really the worst form of citizenship. Because some people have reputations and they have put their reputation on the line to come out and speak. You haven't written anything. All you do is sit on WhatsApp or sit on Facebook and insult people. How is that citizenship? Just that. If, for me, if Sofra Fuku has spoken, it means there are many more people like her who think like her. Because she has social circles. She goes to church. She has people she meets. This is our former CJ for crying out loud. So in the previous administration, she was the fourth most powerful person in the country after President Vice Speaker of Parliament. Number two, we haven't even heard the Vice President on this. I've listened to his spokespersons very carefully. I am yet to hear any of his spokespersons make a comment about that exchange. Mm-hmm. If, they, if they've made a comment, let me hear it. I've not even heard one of them speak about it. 
Alright <coughs> I've never had one So you have the vice president Hasn't said At least If I stand to be corrected Hasn't said anything A former CG I'm sure if you ask The speaker of parliament In fact The majority leader Initially When I interviewed him He was trying to explain He was saying When the people came to them They realized that The detestant Will wipe out the middle class That's what he believed This is the speaker of uh, the, the majority leader in parliament And I'm sure After the minority We know their view on this I'm sure if you ask the speaker You say the same thing So why isn't the government Coming up to Have a national discussion Why aren't we trying to build consensus Why are they pushing it this way So are all the people Who are saying we should do Fiscal reform Are they Are they wrong uh, all the people are saying you should do structural reform. Uh, why are you front loading the debt? Why is that the no- number one thing you are using? Yes, uh, and sometimes we sound like broken record because we say the same thing. We don't have the words to use. But here she is. Listen to what she said. The clarity. She says, I'm a Presbyterian. He says, You can't spend what you have not earned. So I will not, you can't go and spend money and say, I should pay for it. You didn't come and discuss what you're going to do. We didn't put a, a gun to your head to say, Go and do it. And this is a. <laughs> Yeah, this is. I mean, I I don't know how people are not. People don't see the significance of this. It is so. It is so powerful, and it's so symbolic. And I think that the the minister of finance needs to listen to her. She needs. He needs to. He needs to. I mean, there, there's not. She's not. She's not deluded. She's not sinner. She's very clear in her thinking, and she's right. She's right. All well meaning people should join the force. All those people who meet, Catholic Bishop Conference, Ghana Pentecostal Council, add your voice to what she's saying and let the government stop this thing. It's not good. Let's be bold to say it's not a good thing. There are other ways you can solve this problem. Second thing, we haven't even spoken about foreign restructuring. The people who have lent us money at very net, uh, what do you call it, uh, unrealistic rates globally, they, they are still there. We don't know what they are doing yet. We the people who are building our own financial system usually you touch domestic debt restructuring last because it has systemic risk yet you are touching it first this cannot be right so I and as somehow we are not getting quality voices give, being given I don't know whether it's because they've forgotten they don't know how the argument or they are not being heard it's for some reason it's like what we do you know it's you 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 know what a former CJ means, what it takes to be even to be an attorney general, not to talk of CJ. Mm-hmm. You understand? So, which means that legally as well, this woman. Should, so, I I I I wish I could rearticulate her point. I don't have the words to. I really wish I could. You, you don't have to. I think she her said voice, her voice, voice speaks itself. for itself. She said what she needs to say. Um, <laughs> for me, the way I look at this, I look at this in a very interesting way okay i've always been on the position that to make a point protest demonstration activism it's not about numbers a lot of times we've always always looked at it from the perspective of oh there was a demonstration only 50 people went or there was a protest only 10 people went and so it flopped and even us in the media have been guilty of covering it in such a manner no. But today, here we are having a conversation about a voice. The picketing has been going on for six yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. People had been speaking. The media had been covering it. Mm-hmm. But one person showed up and spent seven minutes mm-hmm. 
speaking the minds of a lot of people and based on who she is everybody has to sit up and pay attention yeah the prisoners have been sharing their difficulties their stories the whole week nobody has blinked an eye nobody has batted an eye but she went there and spoke yeah okay so i i side with you on the perspective of too early, too late. It, it, it does not matter. You see, and that also comes along with the growth of understanding where what democracy is, what activism is. Okay. that Did you go? If that is all that matters. Whether I went early, whether I went first, uh, whether I went last, it should never be part of the consideration. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. unfortunately, our political design is such that we tend to look at insiders who come out and talk, talk as being traitors. Ten quotes. You know, uh, you've been... Went to part of Okay. CJ is public service. But it's not even necessarily a political appointment like that. You know, even, you understand? So make people, people should spare us this like, oh... You have benefited, ah, now there it's now easy for you to come and talk. There is that one, and then the second one is even those from the 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 side that she would normally be associated with. Mm-hmm. We've heard you read Gabby's retort yeah. this morning. Yeah, I'm sure there. Are, I heard uh, my good friend Mr. Hiagba on Saturday, and which I also disagree with him. <laughs> yeah, I, I rolled my eyes like, when, I I Rachel, 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 when I heard Richard when I heard comment about, on the matter. I mean, Richard is a good friend of mine. What are you talking about? <laughs> Come on, mention it in full. Which I have. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Is on Sofia Kufu side. Everybody knows what I'm talking about when I talk. That's why I said, Mr. Hiagba. Yeah, just so people who just think you are talking about because this time you understand. So I think that this is a further cementing mm-hmm. of our progress. Yeah. We need more, yeah. not less. Yeah. Yeah. I am excited by yeah. the fact that this situation, the, the, the current economic situation that we found ourselves in, I think in 20 or 30 years, we'll look back at these moments and realize that our democracy grew, that we matured in our thinking and our approach. But not Last time we had a conversation about public intellectuals and how they've, they've upped their game. Mm-hmm. We've had some of them have been one-man bands for a very long time. They don't care about whether you like them or not. They will simply make the point. Yeah, Whether you like it or not is up to you. And but the point will be and made. because we are giving them voice. The voices. Because in the past, we used to only give not voice to shouters. Exactly. But now we descend and realize that those who are shouting may not necessarily be the most exactly. sensible people. And we've also gotten to the point where we are comfortable enough to tell those who view these persons as traitors and tenkos that say what you want, but we will still give them the platform. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. it is no oh, longer yeah. so easy to let them look like, oh, you've tough, you've enjoyed, so now you're coming to say what? Mm-hmm. Or why did you not come and say this privately to us? Mm-hmm. Because it is no longer just about you. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I'm always excited when somebody realizes that there is the greater good. Mm-hmm. And I applaud Madame Kufu for what she did last week. I applaud her for it. Yeah. I, I want to see more of those. Yeah. 
Yeah. Doctor Anani Entry is another example. I'm telling you. He could have sat at home. Charlie. <laughs> He's lived Charlie. A, a powerful yeah. professional life. But he said no. I'm blemished. Uh, yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming to deal and with every you. Every day he's there with them, singing the national anthem. anthem. You understand? They're Repeating the same interview to the same <laughs> journalist. Yes, but it doesn't matter <laughs> whether you've heard it once or you've heard it a hundred times. You will hear it. He has yes. to make his point. Yes, they they might succeed. They will not succeed. But w- my point this morning is: we do not judge these things on the basis of success. Yeah, uh, for personally. Numbers. Yeah. I just significant. significant. You are more into significance. I am very, I am very much into significance. Sim- symbolism. Yes, and let's take note of these things because. But, but Gofer, don't you think that the minister should also withdraw? At least, let me. For me, it, we can have both. Let, you want me to? Let me tell you something. I seriously think that the, the 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 way it's going. Anyway, you let we can spare that. No, I I will do that, but the minister will not listen because. Let me. You want to start me a bit this morning? No, I don't want to start you. <laughs> so you, you, are, you are saying it's you like. Should be started, my guy. No, wait, wait. You shouldn't you be started. Okay, to be fair, fair. To be fair, listen. You know. To be fair, it's almost like it's almost like because the deadline has passed. A couple of things. We need to know what percentage they got. Well, the 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 numbers that people are putting out there is that they are saying they have gotten beyond the eighty percent. Really? Because yes. I said to us last week that like, it was over fifty something. Yes, but they used to the weekend to hit the eighty percent according to some reports. We will know today. <laughs> Those these are not things you can hide anymore. But when it comes to the matter of the minister and his response to this, Bernard, I think that we we've had a minister who has struggled with being creative. Who has struggled by being limited with his understanding of the situation he finds himself in and has struggled to look for help. He has struggled to listen to people. I recall a quote where we were told that it is you, CSOs, against the 80 years experience of Kenoforiata, Charles, and somebody else. As if they are the only three investment bankers we've ever had in the history of this country. Who said that? Oh! <laughs> that was Kambi in response to something um, that uh, Brad Simmons and Co. were, were apparently. That it is you, you, today, your brain. Versus the 80 years of investment experience. But you know that, what that Look means, at where we are. It's like an inversion of <laughs> knowledge is power. In Ghana, power is knowledge. Mm-hmm. So in Ghana, when you win so, power, yes, then, you know. Then, yeah. So now we win elections. So it's like when we win power, we know. Which for me is dangerous because it, it, go, it leads us into this very narrow corridor of thinking. And you see, you are, you are appealing to us. The woman made some point. She said, sacrifice is not by force. You are appealing to us to sacrifice. Sacrifice has to be voluntary. Yes. You don't put the gun to your head and say sacrifice. Sacrifice is, I have seen that you have taken the lead and I want to also support. Uh-huh. But this disguise, we should all uh-huh. throw in our... Uh, our you see, so I, I lost 20k just in, like that. in mark to market too. And now, if they add the CIS to the death exchange, she can't fit <laughs> You know, and... Do you think I'll ever go and buy any of those things again? No, let's be very honest. If I have money, do you, what do you think I'll do? If if we, I, I, I mean, Sky, I spent, and I'm a journalist. I don't earn that much money. I've spent money. I've been saving. They, I've put money in the thing. The thing that hasn't reached hundred thousand. They said they've done mark to market. My money will reduce from ninety four to seventy four. Then if you go and put it into this machine, it means that in the next whatever, do you get me? Why would I go and give my money? I won't buy any government debt. 
I will not. So and what and and what what I see, many people have also resolved. You know, so I, I and this this is the, the damage that this is going to cause is beyond just my seventy four thousand to twenty four thousand matter. It's going to be very deep. But but is there an appreciation of that damage from the finance minister's side? No, See, that is the no, difference because it does not look like there's an appreciation of that, or because the the finance minister's current approach basically lets it look like I have more information than you. I have a greater understanding of this situation than you. Let me follow my path. And in fact, he has said so several times. I heard him in Tamale some time back when he said that I am the one who understands what to do to get you out of here. And we, the rhetoric sometimes is a bit annoying, but that is who he is. That's what he says. So you go with it. But the outcomes have not supported him for some time now. And most of the time, it is the outcomes, even if people don't trust you, let the outcomes reflect the, the, the benefits or the wisdom of your strategy. For the past two and a half years, we have not had any outcome that have reflected the strengths of the finance minister. I'm sorry. He's a, he's a very successful private person. You cannot take that away from him. But I can only judge him as a finance minister from where we sit today. And from where we sit today, it is very clear that it's not working. It, it, he has been a very poor finance minister for it this country. It hasn't worked. It's 801. Let's bring you tech and social media trends brought to you by Ga- uh, Vodafone. The One Ghana promo is here. With just one Ghana CD, you can have 20 minutes talk time to all other networks and one gig of data every day between 5 a.m. and 11.59 a.m. Simply dial star 530, subscribe and enjoy longer conversations and browsing. Now, the Vodafone One Ghana promo is the best value offer in town and it is easy on your pocket. Save big when subscribing to this promo. It's also brought to you by Car Bank. Now, don't let the stress of planning the burial or funeral service of your loved one detract you from bidding your final goodbyes. Sky, are you listening? You're listening. Let Car Bank take charge of collecting the funeral donation mm-hmm. <laughs> while you take care of the rest. Very, very important. They call it the Car Bank in Sonwa mm-hmm. collection platform. Mm-hmm. Real time online collection platform which helps you easily manage all donations. Yakuga. <laughs> Be it cash check or via any digital means. Mm-hmm. Now, to learn more, speak to your relationship manager or call our toll free number 0800 500 or chat with us online mm-hmm. or go to customer care at carbank.net. Car Bank, forward together. Obodai Nathan will give us the uh, trending issues for the morning. Obodai. Oh, man. Anyway, several things trending. Still, Christian Achu is trending in Ghana. Several people mentioning him in their conversations. Of course, the situation in Turkey has not been resolved. We still don't know his whereabouts. But the death toll from that earthquake in Turkey is rising and rising. Other things trending. Rihanna is trending. She was there. Headline act and last night's uh, Super Bowl, she performed at the Super Bowl halftime, so she was the star of that particular episode. And several people are tweeting, so out of that, other things are emerging. Her boyfriend, ASAP Rocky, is also trending there as well. You have the Ghana FA also trending. Why? Because Hilton. they've named Chris Hutton as the new Black Stars head coach. That story popped up at around 8 p.m. last night and so it is... I hope the, 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 the reactions are more positive than negative. Um, or it's mixed... Yeah, people are saying, okay, well, then they should have done this earlier. Some people think, well, it makes sense. Others seem to have other opinions there as well. Other things trending. Premier League is trending. Mohamed Kudus is also trending. He scored again for Ajax. He's on a good roll. He is on a good roll. He's been getting some rave reviews from the Ajax board and members of the Dutch footballing fraternity. Where do you think he'll go next season? 
Wow, that's a tough one. I, probably England. I think England will be the, his next destination. But we wait to see if Ajax will accept him. Well, but Ajax, Ajax have sold more players than yeah. anything. So yeah. So I, I, I yeah, think, yeah, I, th- I think a good bid from a top. We should have bought that Gakpo. We should have bought Gakpo. We have put Gakpo for him. But what has what has Gakpo? Gakpo. It's meta. Hey, Charlie got the Gakpo. You know the view. Really? He did the Ampau pass. You know Ampau. Charlie. It could be, it could oh, be. God, it could 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 be. God, um, about two thousand, about twenty percent, sorry, of its total eight thousand six hundred workforce as part of a major restructuring. The tech company is reorganizing its advertising <laughs> unit, which will lose more than half of the department no, by off. the end of the year. Exactly. Nearly one thousand employees will be affected by the cuts. They can kill us. By the <laughs> we are tired. <laughs> so, a tech company is laying somebody Charlie, off. Some way. Charlie, Charlie, what is this? Hmm. Covid is over. And now that uh, Chat GTP two has come. Sorry. <laughs> This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Eleven minutes past eight. City Breakfast Show, a few quick announcements for you. Yep. Now, if you are looking to bank the easy way, then you need to join Zenith Bank's Easy Banking family. Download the Z Mobile Ghana app. Log on to their individual or corporate internet banking platforms or simply dial star 966 hash to enjoy seamless banking on the go. Join the Easy Banking family and experience Easy Banking with Zenith Bank. Zenith Bank in your best interest. It's the Imperial Insure and Win promo from now till March 31, 2023. Insure your vehicle with Imperial General Assurance and win handsome rewards. Get in touch on 0302-788-955 or 0577-667-436 or talk to any of their agents nationwide for more details. Imperial General Assurance, solid protection. Are you an entrepreneur in the formal or informal sector between 16 and 55 years? Are you seeking an opportunity to fund and grow your business? Say no more. I am investable is here to make your dream come true. Join the I am investable business initiative now and receive up to 50,000 CDs. Um, in grants, mentorship, and support to grow your business. To participate in a summary of 250 words about your business or a two-minute video telling us why your business is viable and investable. A processing fee applies. Visit iaminvestable.com for more details. Now, the rich taste of Dano milk makes a perfect combo with your tea, oats, gary, soakings, cocoa, etc. So you get that great taste. Dano is a rich source of natural. Dano, Dano. Dano, Dano. Dano, Dano. It's a rich source of natural protein and fortified with vitamin A. It's also rich in protein, iodine, calcium. Choose Dano milk because 100% of our milk is sourced from our farms. In Europe, so we control the production process. Dano milk, go for it. And just when businesses in Africa were gearing up for growth after COVID, other crisis set in global inflation, sovereign debt, currency fluctuation, and now a global recession. 
But is there any hope for Africa businesses in 2023? And what exactly will influence the Africa's business landscape? You need to buy insights for the 2023 business strategy that you're putting together. And Crystal Ball Africa is back to help you do just that. It's on Thursday, 16 February, Labadi Beach Hotel on the theme, Africa's New Blue Ocean, Opportunities in a Volatile World. Register at crystalballafrica.com. So write this down, crystal, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L, B-A-L, Africa.com. And basically get in touch with some of the best business minds on the continent as we look for opportunity in a crisis. Crystal Ball Africa, powered by AB and David Africa. And also in the month of February, Mount Hore Freya Center and Mount Hore Victorious Church International invites you to Shiloh 2023 on the theme Lose My Chains with uh, Prophet Paul Kweku Okai. It's on the 20th to the 26th of February, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. each day. And it's a mega night on 24th at 10 p.m. Thanksgiving service on Sunday the 26th at Mamfi Equapim. This is the headquarters of the uh, church. For more information, you may call this number 244 958495 that's 0244 Victorious Church International no weapon and also Prospectus Ghana has a new short code star 447 star 899 hash to help parents guardians make installment payments towards items required for the award school admissions now schools reopen at least four months good school on the 20th so you want to save Prospectus number on your phone or the short code star 447 star 899 hash to help you get all your needs they also have quality a4 sheet for your printing jobs and you may call 0500 600 607 to get more of prospectus let's talk about a few akuko before we move to other things <laughs> You wrote today somebody diverted uh, somebody diverted uh, was it uh, uh, about feed yes poultry oh. feed so there's a new chicken in town it's called Akuko Tasty mm-hmm. the beer local poultry industry is being supported by La Bianca with this new brand it's frozen fresh chicken comes freshly portioned into chicken wings, chicken thighs, chicken back and gizzard, and chicken breast. La Bianca is the sole distributor of Akuko Tasty. Mm-hmm. And uh, contact us at the Fishing Harbor, Tema New Town Road, opposite NIB, or call 0505 That's 0505-431-111. La Bianca, your number one frozen foods company. All right, let's get a few quick comments. This is the song. The, the company should go and write to smart. Is this smart in cancer? Smart in cancer. Uh, Charlie, just use this for the advert. So uh, this song, I- I'll give you a, a, a longer time to enjoy the song. But let's read some quick comments. Number of people are not happy. Bernard, haircut does and can't be applied to domestic debt. 
What Ken is doing amounts to erosion of our democracy. This is a poor understanding of mark-to-market principle. This one says, good morning, CBS. Uh, good morning, Bernard. Since the uh, this DDEP was announced, mm-hmm. I have always asked the question, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, So, this one is Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, that's the true version of it. Mm-hmm. To it, is there no elderly person at home? Mm-hmm. I doff my hat to the former Chief Justice. We need more of the elderly in Ghana to speak up. Mm-hmm. Indeed, irrespective of the situation, there is still hope yeah, for Ghana. Our current leaders have failed us woefully. Mm. This one is coming in from Mensa in Amasaman, who says, Bernard, the finance minister can be compared to the rat hunter smoking a rat in a maze. He hey. doesn't think about the implications of the fire burning the maize farm and the resultant hunger. All he's interested in is to get his rat <laughs> for his pepper soup. <laughs> God, God have mercy. <laughs> Some of our listeners are very creative in their, in their writing. <laughs> rat has a, it's an interesting analogy. Looking though. for rat and pepper soup. He doesn't care for anything. In the maize farm. He will burn the maize farm and get that thing. <laughs> Oh, that my is the soup. But rather after I would say. This one says, "Good morning, Bernard. Please, what do you want the vice president to do on the DDEP? You are still disillusioned to think that uh, that Baumier's view of the economy is different from uh, that of the government. How can it be? Don't they do economic review?" They have done uh, Pedriase, or they have gone to Pedriase to think about the economy a number of times. So mm. what, again, do you want to hear from Well, it's because, him? I, you know, the reason I pushed this point was, I've heard somebody ask whether this DDP was a cabinet decision. Yes, yes. And I've heard the, the uh, majority leader mm-hmm. make comments about the DD that clearly shows that he, he either isn't fully for it or wasn't properly briefed. In mm. fact, when he, he, he gave that interview, he said that they were... Not brief before they were not they were not in the no prior to. Mm-hmm. He's a member of cabinet as well, mm-hmm. and I'm also saying that people can be judged not based on what they say but what they don't say. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that if you've heard him, mm-hmm. he's had speeches this week. He yeah. spoke about he was at the um, the the tenancy thing that I sent so mm-hmm. did minister sent so did he spoke there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know whether he even spoke at the recent um, um, event that uh, was the name of this event. The event on Friday on the SIGA. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it there? Uh, you know, so I, I'm saying that mm-hmm. by my observation, I haven't heard anything from him, nor from his main spokesperson on the DDE. And I stand to be corrected. Do you know why? How will I know? How will I know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so guys, I'm not, for me, I'm saying, you see, uh, one of the things we are taught in our work is that don't only focus on what people say. Focus on what they don't say as well. Because usually, they say the things you know. Yep. So sometimes you can analyze the speech and say, okay, so what is missing from this speech? Mm-hmm. On the basis of previous speeches, on the basis of policy. Mm-hmm. So, it's a legitimate position to put out that if you haven't heard the vice president make any comment about the DDE, either he's been advised not to say anything about it, or he doesn't agree with it. Yep. That is... But this no, person no. is also saying, why... what? What, uh, he should defend it. No, no, no. He's saying, what makes you think the the vice president position is different? From, no, no. So if the position is the same, uh-huh. this is a, this is the most controversial decision the this government has taken, actually. apart from going to the IMF. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
right? In fact, the IMF decision itself, mm-hmm. he criticized the previous government for going. And indeed, when the IMF decision was taken, he wasn't that vocal. Now you have a controversial DDE in a period where you have high levels of inflation and plummeting exchange rates. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, is the DDE the answer? Recently, he was quoted as saying, we need national consensus on our on our political on our economic issues and i said that that suggests to me that this guy is basically saying my view is not necessarily the view of those pushing this agenda because the person of the minister of finance and the president does not suggest that they want national consensus Mm -hmm. but the vice president and i'm not trying to guys please forgive me i'm not why is it to chinese i'm not trying i'm I'm not trying to i'm not trying to bring a schism between the two i'm just using observations of public comment comments the the there have been repeated calls for a Sinti type forum to discuss what is easily our biggest economic challenge in, since 1983. Mm-hmm. That has not been heeded to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then the vice president goes to speak at an event and says, we need to embrace consensus building. So the question I was asking was that, was he speaking to me or he was speaking to the president or to the minister of finance or to all of us? Mm-hmm. Because we shouldn't just interpret a speech as we made a call. Don't be, don't make, who are, who are you making the call to? Because there have been platforms where we've invited, have moderated platforms that have discussed debt exchange. Mm-hmm. CDD has organized one. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> Forum on Economic Governance organized another. I didn't see a government person there. Mm-hmm. So if you say we should bring national consensus on, in what, what are you really saying? Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Then the point is, you are the most eloquent interpreter of Ghana's economy in the f- six years, even in government. Mm-hmm. So you cannot n- not have noticed the the controversy around the debt exchange. Mm-hmm. So either you don't think you have anything useful to add to what the finance minister is doing, or you agree. You agree completely with him. Mm-hmm. You don't agree, or you don't agree, but you feel gagged. Yeah, by reason of the now. Another argument. Alan, I believe Alan, the more possible. Alan, uh-huh. Alan was a yeah, 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 minister. Yeah. He's a minister of trade before he resigned two, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And he's speaking. On his now he's making comments about debt exchange with a lot of ghost clarity. It's like, oh, we should include this, we should do that. I said, really? You, you say that we are in government, there are certain, and I agree with that principle. Yes. yes. I can't be part of the collective decision and come and stand outside and say no. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we're also in a political context where, look, let's be very honest, we have an election in two years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Yeah. And if you look at the terms proposed and everything that's going to happen, whoever becomes president after Nana Kufuado is going to suffer a lot. Yep. <laughs> Whether it's from MPP or NDC or CPP or any independent candidate. Because the, nu- the number of payments that are due in 2025, the IMF program, if we go for it, let's assume we even go in June, the money is released every six months. So you, release, you probably receive only one billion before 2024 election. If you look at the timetable, mm-hmm. maximum 1.5 billion. And the, the IMF money is released on the basis of six month reviews. reviews. So if you are, if you become president in 2025, January 1 or January 7, you have a huge debt to deal with. You have a debt exchange where people's monies are due in like, like next year. You have a lot of your old payments due. And then you have an IMF program that puts constrictions on you. That's not giving you that much money. So if you cannot make your views known about what is going on now, yeah, and it, I know that the political calculations are not as simple and straightforward as I say it. But we also need principles. Okay? Well, Maybe Ghanaians will not reward you for standing up for what is right. Mm-hmm. Like some are attacking so Akufu. But I feel that you sometimes have to stand up for what you believe. Because why is John Mahama talking? 
because he, he knows that he believes that he will win yeah. or he believes he has a chance and therefore he's trying to say that if you don't stop the thing it will do whatever he's doing mm-hmm. Alan too is talking because he knows that whatever happens <laughs> you just that so and i'm saying that it will it it, it, it reveals possibly yeah, let me put it this way bernard let me put it this way you see <laughs> traditionally we've had the vice president preside over the, the running of the economy but the question we should ask is whether Dr. Baumia in the present government is really the man to listen to on the economy. And from all... Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'll, I'll go there. And from everything... Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Please, please. Stop that. Allow him to land. From everything that one has picked up from the corridors of power, with the greatest respect, it does seem that Dr. Baumia is not listened to majority of the times he's no he's not listening yes i guess yes. prove this uh, wait and that is why he's not speaking let me give you the history dr baumia was the man mm-hmm. for the npp on the economy between 2008 mm-hmm. till they won the elections in 2020 yeah, of course i mean you appreciate the efforts no, in of terms of public public, public yeah, that's right Akoto say and all of these he was the guy exactly he was in fact before they actually even won the, uh, the, the, the elections he was the man on the platform mm-hmm. taking on you know the Mahama administration yeah. taking on uh, the late Emisa Atta bashing him with 117 questions exactly which we, you don't know where they are exactly which questions were never answered good and he was seen as the face of the MPP in terms of transforming the economy of our country. And in fact, I remember one of the things that the NDC people like circulating Mm -hmm. was when I faced him in an interview, just after the budget was read, Mm -hmm. um, they did a press conference at the NDC headquarters. It's not a doomsday economy. Yes. So I cornered him. (laughs) I that voice. Yes. I cornered him on, look, every time criticizing the government. And you said, what what is the The alternative? alternative? Then he said, "I can." I say, "I say we could not tell. We will not tell you now. Exactly. What I can tell you is that it's not a doomsday economy. Exactly. It's not a friends and family exactly. economy. It's not a something of the economy. In fact, that voice should be somewhere on the map. It was rapping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you were the one asking that? I, I was the one interrogating oh, him after the MPP had finished. But when he was giving those raps, you were looking at him. Yeah, but I was. I was throwing jabs at him. That look, it is not enough to criticize. <laughs> what is your alternative? It's not the doomsday economy. But Bernard, look." I know that the vice president occupies a very delicate position presently. Mm. Yes, please. The reason is he's mm. running, or at least he's not announced yet. Yes. But with every indication, we are led to think that he will run for office yes, please. as president of the republic, most likely on the ticket of the MPP, mm-hmm. although he's not won the ticket yet. Yes. And if you find yourself in that position, mm. you cannot be seen to be criticizing the very government you belong to. Mm. The moment the former the, the, the vice president goes out to criticize this government mm-hmm. on how it is handling this debt exchange program, position becomes untenable. Yes, and exactly, and that's exactly where I was going. We were going to get into that position because you asked very relevant questions, and I pointed you in that direction mm. about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. When you raised the issue about why the vice president was now advising us to do uh, in Kabum so that we can deal with the economy and development of our country. Bernard, 
we speak to people around the vice president mm-hmm. and people in government. Mm-hmm. And their concern is that the vice president is not being listened to. And that major policy decisions regarding the economy are taken without recourse to him. Or even where his view is sought, his view is not taken on board. Has that always been the case or is a recent issue? Well, uh, You know what I'm going for that mm-hmm. question? I recall in 2018, mm-hmm. when they held the EMT um, program at College of Physicians and Surgeons, mm-hmm. it was like an EMT... Uh, interaction with the public. So they had Alan, mm-hmm. they had the, so they had Greek minister was there, mm-hmm. finance was there, and then the vice president was like the keynote, and I think that was the uh, senior minister. This was when they announced the benchmark values. Mm-hmm. I think 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. To all uh, intents and purposes, that program was positioned to show a unified economic management team. Mm-hmm. Of course, two of the members of that team are now running for president, mm-hmm. trade and are Greek. Mm-hmm. A senior minister was also there. Mm-hmm. Transport minister was there, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then there was Vice President Baumia, where he then gave a lecture on the economy, addressed the issues of the currency, and then, then spoke about the benchmark value reversal, which has become such a controversial decision. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to qualify what you said by saying, you were saying he was the lead person in MPP prior to election. Mm-hmm. I want to even say that in the first term, he largely still was very relevant because mm-hmm. when the city started falling and things, he was a guy they were depending on to defend. Yeah. When the whole idea about digitizing our economy came up, mm-hmm. he was a guy they, he still used. He's the main guy who's been leading all those things. Mm-hmm. And I, I always insist that he is the most eloquent... Um, how, what's the word? He, he's, he's the one who is able to break the economy that make it easy for people to understand. Mm-hmm. He, he, in fact, he weaponized the economy. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. He weaponized economy our economic crisis and used that against the opposition. Yep. Alright? So, the MPP have used him and they trust him and use him for that purpose. Yep. So, my question is that mm-hmm. if they are having the most difficult economic challenges since record started, mm-hmm. why can't they flip that and say, well, you were quite eloquent for us when you were in opposition looking for the power. Now we're in power, things are tough. Mm-hmm. Ah, Obama, there are certain times where you need good speeches. Mm-hmm. There are certain times where you need a leader to speak to people, look in their face and say, we said we could do this, but it's tougher. We're going to do it through this means. Mm-hmm. For some reason, either he hasn't been able to change into the mode of I'm in government and therefore, let me sort of water down expectations. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's easier to be in the attack mode, but it's, it's not in the, it's, 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 so you can't reverse. Just that you should be able to say, now we're in government, mm-hmm. rhetoric is not everything, but mm-hmm. the, it's, it's a question of credibility. It's not, so it's not about just being on the offensive. So I think part of this goes back to him himself. How he's able to manage the transition from an attack dog in opposition mm. to somebody who's governing, because trust me, I still think he, Resonates well with the private sector because when you go for events and he's there, you know, you, you, there's, there's a thing like, like, and I've moderated events, all right? When the president comes for an event, mm-hmm. like maybe there's a huge international banking conference, mm-hmm. it's a very official event. Yeah. There's less room for humor, there's less room for mistakes, and there's less room for relaxation. So, mm-hmm. in fact, if like you are the, <laughs> if you are, if you are the MD of a big African bank uh-huh. and the president is your special guest at an event, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a limit to the degrees of freedom that you can speak with. Mm-hmm. If the vice president is there, it's different mm-hmm. because he connects better with these guys. Yeah. This, the, he was AFDB vice president, so he understands their language. So when he meets private sector, it's easier for him to talk Let to me them. Let me give you a clue. I'm coming. I'm using that to say that mm-hmm. he should be in a better position 
than even a finance minister to lead any difficult decision. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. Let me so for it. him mm-hmm. not to be speaking about it, mm-hmm. it, it raises more questions. You see, Bernard, when Baumia was in Kenya mm. during the um, installation of um, Ruto, William Ruto as the president, who by the way fell out of his boss, exactly according to what we know. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, 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 and yet he became president. Yeah, yeah, yeah the difficulties there are different. Yeah, we can do that. Oh, yeah, sure, we can do the parallels, but and also the comparisons. But you see, what he said there, many people didn't pick up on it. What did he say? Speaking to Kenyans, he said mm-hmm. that for this government to succeed. They need to listen a lot more to the technocrats. He was talking to the, he, the he people of Kenya. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, this is Dr. Yeah, that's right. But speaking in Kenya, how come I didn't hear that? Okay, so maybe we, we all slept on. He it. said, "For for this government, for the government to succeed and achieve what it wants to achieve, and all the thing, I'm basically paraphrasing. Okay. They need to listen a lot more, really, to the technocrats. Wow. Now, wow, let's wow. deconstruct wow. that wow. that statement." He said it's an open public. Yeah, that's right. For so many years, Dr. Baumia was running economies around the world. He's a technocrat. Yes. And, or at least that's how he yes. was managed. Yes. Or packaged. No, or sold to us. Yeah, I mean, I. Oh, yeah, no. I'm a resident rep somewhere. You are a technocrat. Exactly. You are managing the economies around the world. I'm trying to say that, but also to take on board what people will say dismissive of that. Fair enough. And he became our deputy governor of the central bank. Yes. And taking from there to become vice president when he was not even holding the ticket, uh, what do you call yeah. it? Uh, what do you call party, it? The, the yeah. party card of the yeah. MPP. Yeah. People oppose that. Yeah. Now they are raising it again, though. Mm-hmm. Now, so from from every indication, he was a technical, uh, a technical person, yes. technocrat, properly yes. so called. Yes. Yes. Now you you reference the fact that he had been the attack dog, but when he found himself in government, it would seem that he is not flipping. In order to show that, look, this is the time to solve problems. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to indicate to you that from what we pick up from people close to him and then people in government generally, it does seem that where his view is sought, it is as though it is not taken on board. Or there are times where decisions are made without direct recourse to him. Why am I saying that? Let's stick to this matter of the debt exchange program. The vice president is the head of the economic management team. Is that correct? On paper. <laughs> on paper, yes. <laughs> so that if the economic management team had meetings on the desk exchange program, he would have presided. Presumably. And if there were decisions taken to go for this program, he would have been there and would have observed what exactly would have been discussed. And the decision would have been properly so-called taken. And if that decision was taken, a paper would have been prepared and briefs sent to cabinet for a cabinet decision to be taken. All the cabinet so decision I... is not binding on the president. Fine. So if you look at it within that context, he is to blame without any, you know, excuses as to who was responsible. On paper. Yeah, yeah, on paper. Now the question that we are asking is. If he took part in those decisions, assuming those you know decisions were taken at those levels, why is he not out defending it? But your your deep resources have also told you that yeah, those decisions were possibly not taken. And exactly, that's where I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm helping to. you. Uh-huh. Now let's look at the language of the constitution. I'm going somewhere. Yes. 
The Constitution Article 57 says that mm-hmm. there shall be a president of the Republic of Ghana who shall be the head of state and head of government and commander-in-chief of the armed forces of Ghana. And it goes on to give you some other details. But let me go to the, the relevant one, which is under Article 58, quoting again the Constitution. The executive authority of Ghana shall vest in the president and shall be exercised in accordance with the provisions of this constitution. It goes on to say that subject to, and I'm reading clause 3 at this point, subject to the provisions of this constitution, the functions conferred on the president may, by clause 1 of this article, may be exercised by him directly or through officers subordinate to him. So the president of Ghana reserves the right to exercise executive authority. But where he decides to, you know, vest that power in somebody, the law allows him to do that. That's how he appoints ministers mm-hmm. of state, mm-hmm. chief executive, because all of these people are exercising, by some extension, the executive authority of the president. What is the role of the vice president? If you go to Article 60 of the Constitution, it says that there shall be a vice president, that this course one, of Ghana, who shall perform such functions as may be assigned to him by this constitution or by the president. So, by the way, does the EMT come up in the constitution? No, it doesn't. Yeah. So, then the EMT is more a de facto, not a de jure. Exactly. No so, problem. let's combine those provisions. Mm. If Dr. Baumia was your lead person in opposition, and basically, to a large extent, helped you to win the election. De facto. De facto. Mm-hmm. On the basis of his performance on the economy. Yeah. If the guy is today your vice president. Yes. And you have this, this, the single most important decision to make regarding how you save this economy. Mm-hmm. Who do you go to? And who do you ask to lead it? Especially when members of your own political party came to you at the, uh, the presidency and said, that, Look, we think mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the finance minister has lost credibility. Because of his own commentary on how we should the go IMF to the IMF and all of that. And because so you, of people are thinking that the vice president should have led the IMF negotiation. I'm, I'm actually going there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I were the president mm-hmm. and given everything that people had said about the performance of the finance minister and, and taking on board what Godfrey said that in his view the vice the, the finance minister has failed mm-hmm. in terms of his management of the economy when you mirror that against his performance as a, as a private person when he was doing private business as a banker private investment banker if you look at it within that context a president who really wants to use his vice president ought to have reading the provisions that I read to you said that okay uh, Mr. Finance Minister Look, he's entitled to move him to another ministry or fire him altogether. He didn't do any of those. He could easily have assigned the big job of reviving the economy to the vice president of the Republic of Ghana and said, look, you are the head of the Wouldn't economy. Wouldn't you, the lawyers, come up and say, Mr. President, mm-hmm. there's no role in the constitution for the vice president on economic management. The EMT is a convention which has no basis in law. Mm-hmm. The vice president is not a prime minister. Mm-hmm. The person vested with the right to manage our finances and responsibilities is the Minister of Finance. Mm-hmm. I know there are lawyers in Ghana who get up and rise up against I, this. I, I, in fact, you probably, on a different day, would have said, ah, the, con- the constitution is very clear. The Minister of Finance is the one in charge of our finance. Let me respond to that. So that this convention of EMT, which we have done for many years, is not even constitutional. Let me, let me, re- let me, let me respond to that. I just read to you the relevant provisions for a good reason to deal mm. with matters like that. Okay. The president of Ghana can decide not to appoint any minister. 
yeah. and run the show himself if he so chooses based on our constitution yes the reason the only difficulty will be that the constitution says that there should be cabinet exactly but the president can run the economy so the, so, so the, the, the means the president can be president and minister of finance yes because the role that the, the, the current minister performs all ministers they are exercising executive authority the so, president so the president is the one who's giving them the power. yes so they exercise their the 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 president exercises his executive authority through them, through them. And I just read to you the provision that says that the vice president may perform ah, functions assigned to him by the constitution and then any other functions so that the, the president, president can choose to say you are both the vice president plus minister of finance. Yes, to manage the economy. And 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 and, and anybody who disagrees with me can 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 send okay. a message to that effect. Let, let me or, let me hold listen, listen. So Sky is making an interesting point here that the pres based on the law, this EMT thing is actually not illegal. Mm-hmm. And this idea that means the, the vice president could be in charge of the economy as a minister of finance and I used to be vice president is entirely plausible mm-hmm. okay so i think the question that what you said proposes that if the vice president was seen as such an economic darling and economic whiskey mm-hmm. of course he can't be vice president and governor because governor is such a different yeah, role. that one is an entirely different role. did the president at any point consider him for finance minister that's the question which you ask whether there was that concern i don't know but I am just wondering that if your best hand in opposition, which was generally accepted by Ghanaian people, for which reason you won with close to or in excess of one million votes, was Dr. Baumia. But you know that the fact that you are good in opposition doesn't make That's you good in government. Yeah. 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 In fact, so, some of the best dictators on the African continent mm-hmm. were brilliant Agitators, but have in we, opposition, but have we tested him to be sure? Is it? No, but, but how do you? See, this is the other point. Uh-huh. Let's not make it look like economic decisions are so personal mm-hmm. that when economic decision is taken, it's one man. Because trust me, mm-hmm. from E Levy to IMF mm-hmm. to benchmark value, mm-hmm. these were collective decisions. Yeah. Now, in fact, if you, if I if I want to be technical with you, mm-hmm. the finance minister is not really the one in charge of the economy. Right, because when Kufour came, Kufour appointed Minister of Finance and Economic Planning. Yeah. Right, because the economy is broader than finance. Mm-hmm. There's finance, which has the issues of fiscal side. There's the governor, which is the monetary side. Mm-hmm. There's infrastructure. Mm-hmm. That's why in the in the in the parliament, people have what you call the economic sectors. Mm-hmm. Trade is an economic sector. Mm-hmm. Transport is an economic sector. Mm-hmm. Roads an economic sector. Mm-hmm. So if you say somebody is managing the economy, yeah. it's not. A, it, it, the truth is that yes, we have something called fiscal dominance. Mm-hmm. So what we see in our country is that the the, the people who control the budget mm-hmm. have have, have basically of- taken over everything. But in in an ideal world, finance is just finance. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the, the Minister of Finance is actually Minister for Fiscals. Mm-hmm. If you want to be very specific, he's in charge of taxes and expenditure. Mm-hmm. And the governor and his team are in charge of the monetary side. Mm-hmm. Then there are guys in charge of the infrastructure. Yeah. Okay. So the, the place I agree with you is that based on this, my explanation of what economy is, mm-hmm. the vice president possibly would have been the best person because Ken is only dealing with fiscal. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and because what we are facing is not just a, a, true. To be true, to be fair, well, yeah, w- w- the problem that has been caused a fiscal problem, allocation of resources. Yes, what I'm saying is that the or misallocation. W- of where we are mm-hmm. is we have a fiscal problem, mm-hmm. which is really expenditure and revenue misalignment, mm-hmm. 
which we are trying to solve with a debt, a debt, uh, we call it a, a debt program. Mm-hmm. Now, I am saying that if your point about the constitution is to be believed, mm-hmm. maybe the, 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 the governor should, uh, the, the vice president should have been given a broader position around the overall economy, yeah. where he deals with not just balancing the budget, but other aspects. Okay, so on that point, I agree with you. But then the issue of he being finance minister restricts him because if you make him just finance minister, finance is not the only function at play in the economy. No, I understand that. You you see, I understand what your, your point perfectly. I am just saying that the role that the finance minister play, plays, which is manifesting in the problems we see today, because many people had warned about this. Mm-hmm. You are borrowing too much, and for some reason, our parliament played an active part in the level of debts that we acquired, NDC, MPP. And they should equally share the blame because they were there all the time when these loans were brought. Sometimes they opposed, sometimes they passed them willy-nilly without they considering the fact that we were going to get to this point. So we are in this crisis... Partly because the Parliament of the Republic of Ghana failed just as the executive also did. Now, the third arm of government, the judiciary, these matters have not come to them for consideration and determination for that matter. So for now, we can cut them some slack. But the point is that they drew fast to the ditch. And I'm saying that the vice president is entitled to even go to Parliament during debates on the floor to make contributions, except he cannot vote. And I'm saying that if this man helps you to win the elections in opposition mm-hmm. and he's a technocrat properly so-called, mm-hmm. understands the economy of not only Ghana but the economy of Africa generally yeah. and he is your vice president yeah. and people within your party are clamoring for the removal of the finance minister which I believe has some legitimacy because the man, when he was coming to announce him, you read from a small book right? And told us that the, the credits to Ken Ufuriata's name. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, he's a very respectable man. I, I, at some point, I was working for a newspaper that he ran. Mm-hmm. So I understand... Yeah, that he owned. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's him, forgive me. Mm-hmm. So I understand his credibility, what he could do as a private businessman. But he has not been able to successfully replicate his form as a successful investment banker in terms of managing the economy. And so we are in the ditch. And let not let let let's be let's call a spade a spade. This economy has been badly run. That's why we are where we are. So if you want to turn the situation around, and then also the policy and credibility issues that come with it, because the man said we were not going to go to the IMF, because we know how to take us out yeah, of this we problem. Have we have ele- we, and and all of that. And in all of these, mm. they did not listen to what critics were saying. So you say if you are the president, you have replaced. If the I was the president. president I would have, if you are not interested in firing, because I believe that, look, Ken did an amazing job in supporting Nanado Dankwe Kufuado. He put his investment bank on the line, left at some point, go onto the streets when people were not willing to be on the streets, don- uh, what do you call it? Sharing leaflets. Sharing leaflets. I hosted him here on Eyewitness News, uh, point blank, his views as to how we can transform the economy as a people, as a, uh, as, mm. as, as a yeah. uh, what do you call it, as a country. Mm. So it was obvious that he is one of the main supporters of the president. So, if the president was not willing or is not willing to fire him, I understand. I understand the, 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 mm. the, the emphasis he places on loyalty. 
But the fact is, his credibility on the economy seems to have been eroded. So to deal with that, you can move him to whichever ministry you want to move him to, and then name your vice president, who is also looking to win the next yeah, election. But, so that's where the problem is. Uh-huh. So whilst I agree with you that the president, based on the agitation against the finance minister, mm. could have replaced him, and the suggestion you make may have made sense. Mm-hmm. I have two problems with what you have said. Number one, we assume the president agrees with what people are saying about the economy because the president believes that where we are in is a temporary problem that can be solved. He actually believes that we are doing very well until COVID came. <laughs> Who is telling him that? He's been saying it publicly. That's what he always says. Yeah, that's so, so, I'm so you see, when you say that if you were him, you would have done this. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that you need to know what he believes. He doesn't believe that what we are going through is self-imposed. Now, you see, if you don't accept what caused your problem, mm-hmm. your, your perception about the solution is different. He believes largely that things were going well. We had a record. We we were so doing so well in 2019 and then 2020, mm-hmm. COVID threw everything out of Kyoto. When we were about to recover, then Russia, Ukraine came. This is what he says. This is the playbook they've been reading from since 2020 March. Did he not believe that there was not going to be haircut? Yes, no, yeah, but yeah, but they came to explain the haircut. Did he that's, not that's point number one. That yet to see Castle and uh, you know, Uncle, the haircut thing he has been that's the point. The okay. credibility has been eroded even for him. Uh-huh. But I'm coming to another point. Mm-hmm. The, you see, maybe the reason why this vice president thing is probably a red herring is that mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I insist that your performance in opposition is not the same as your performance in government mm-hmm. because it's easy to oppose, mm-hmm. and even the small work we do. We know that the, the, the level, I mean, the complexity. Look, my interview tonight on the point of view, right? Mm-hmm. Yao Graham, he used to be a member of the PNDC. He was, he was telling me the views they had about the IMF whilst he was mm-hmm. a, a student and mm-hmm. a policy guy. When they got into government, mm-hmm. the division between Kwesibotu and all those guys about it. It says, when you are in government, the, the, the set of factors are different. So, from an academic perspective, their views about the IMF was very clear. Mm-hmm. But when they got into government in 81, 82, mm-hmm. for two, three years, you have three weeks of import cover, mm-hmm. right? Nobody's going to lend to you. Mm-hmm. There's, there's bushfires. Mm-hmm. The people are, are queuing to buy Kinky. a, a mao, uh, this mm-hmm. thing, kenke, uncooked kenke. The set of options open to you are very limited. So I'm saying that, that you, I'm using that to say that mm-hmm. being a stellar speaker in opposition mm-hmm. does not necessarily mean you are a great economic manager. That's, agree, that's number one. I agree with you. Number two, mm-hmm. the very fact that he's the vice president and has ambitions to be president mm-hmm. may disqualify him from leading such a sensitive project. Why is you that? know why? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if I'm the president and I'm thinking I want somebody to be objective mm-hmm. in taking a decision that is good for us mm-hmm. for now, I may think that because this guy is in competition with Alan and Co, mm-hmm. he may be looking for what is politically easy. So if, for example, he has political advisors, mm-hmm. they may tell him that, Mr. Vice President, if you lead this DDE, it will erode your credibility or it will make you look bad before voters. Mm-hmm. So maybe mm-hmm. the president is actually taking a good decision by not listening to him. Do you understand? So I'm saying, and like all of this is argument based on what we've picked up and things. I'm not saying he's done that. Mm-hmm. But if I am a president with a trade minister and a Greek minister and a vice president who want, want to replace me, mm-hmm. I know they have to run on my record. Mm-hmm. So I, my, my promise to them is to say, I will make sure the economy is in a good position for you in 2024 mm-hmm. by the time there's election. Mm-hmm. 
hoping that things will improve. But I don't think if I put you in that position to manage it, you are you are you are number of people who are contesting, right? Because all three of you are in competition. Trade is big. Agric is big. Vice president is big. If you are in competition, I put one of you in charge of that sensitive thing. If it, if it works, you have an advantage unfair over your others. If it doesn't work, it also plays in them. And I feel that if I want to take a decision for the country, mm-hmm. I'd rather go with somebody who has no ambition for any election. You see, because when politics and elections comes into the calculation, mm-hmm. history tells us that we are not objective. Do you understand me? So maybe there's a bitter pill to swallow today. And I'm using this as an example of, I'm, I'm, I've taken myself out of what I, f- I feel, mm-hmm. and I'm saying, let's assume I'm the president thinking about this okay. based on what I know. So let's assume the president, based on all he knows, mm-hmm. believes that the most important thing to do is debt exchange. Okay. Let's assume all the numbers show him that. Mm-hmm. It's a difficult decision to take. Mm-hmm. It, it, will, it will be very wrong to put somebody who has an election in December next year as a, a flag bearer hopeful mm-hmm. in charge of this mm-hmm. because either he will prioritizes political expediency mm-hmm. over the nation mm-hmm. or he will use it as a uh, as a, uh, um, a, a, a stage mm-hmm. to campaign which is not ideal because this is a very serious once in a lifetime problem so I think mm-hmm. even though your point about the vice president credentials and he playing a leading role here is good mm-hmm. there is good reason to actually exclude him because including him mm-hmm. Could worsen things for both himself and the country. Let me so you need a man who has no political. Ken has not told us want to be president. Uh-huh. Ken is basically loyal to the president and basically wants to do help the president. Uh-huh. Please, you, you, or you don't agree with my logic? You look, you look, you look. What are the two of you talking about? You and Sky. No, no. Sky says they should they should have made the vice president play a more prominent role in the economy because of his state of mind the position. Yeah. And I'm saying no, that who says he has not played that role? Who says? Who says he no, has I, not played that role? You see, I will not buy any thing. attempt. Okay. To let it look like uh-huh. the vice president has no say in this who how we find ourselves in. He has a say, and or any active role. Mm-hmm. Involved. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Then what does Dr. Baku do there? The man who speaks for him, Dr. Muntari, the, what's his name? Mahama something. Yeah, but he's, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. Calm down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mahama, hear, it's called Mahama. Dr. Mahama, when you see him on TV, when he comes here, the documentation that he has, mm-hmm. does he look like somebody who doesn't know what is going on? Does he sound like it? And he is speaking to us based on briefs from the vice president. Now, I've heard the analysis you've done. Have you, have you heard calm him on the death exchange? Calm down. Which is why we separate. I separate death exchange. Gentlemen, I listened to you for 30 minutes. Listen to me for five minutes. Go on, go on, go on. Go on. Mm-hmm. When the city mm-hmm. was doing the shenanigans, October, he didn't talk. Yeah. You sat here. Where is the vice president? You said everything. November something something the team improved. Who emerged? Quick. Who emerged <laughs> to come and suddenly outline to us why he told us to be patient and that things were going to work and ABC. When he came back to nine. When he, yes, the vice president to claim credit. Quick. You are in a hurry to claim credit, but you are not part. You are lying. So he's part. Bernard, he's deeply involved. Bernard, listen. Hey, do more me. You see. I do not have ah, any even gold for us. Sky. Sky. No, 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 no
Let's be calm down. I said, give me five minutes. Let's go. 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 Let's you see, but even besides that, no, deal with that. Deal with that. Deal with that. You calm down. Okay. When he finishes, please deal allow him to go for it. No, certainly, certainly. Go for it. I, I take your, I take your points about the build-up, his active role in the build-up mm-hmm. to the elections. How do you expect us to take any politician who becomes president then seriously, if a person moves around mm-hmm. with an individual who is earmarked as his number two? Mm-hmm. Who has very significant thoughts mm-hmm. on how the economy should go? Mm-hmm. Who basically is given free reign mm-hmm. at that point? Mm-hmm. There was not a single political platform up to the the, the build up to the election mm-hmm. where Kenoferata was primary speaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a single yeah. one. Sure. There was not a single platform where the sitting president introduced Kenoferata. As the man who would run and design the economy. In fact, a significant part of the MPP's victory was aligned to the fact that Baumia was portrayed as the economic Maradona. Not an economic man. As as <laughs> eh, 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 not I, I don't use those words, but somebody who had deep knowledge that the country lacked. Yes. And Which that you cannot dispute in terms I, I, of have, what I have not disputed yeah. it. So I am saying that <laughs> we, we cannot exclude him <laughs> post, from the blame. Post that, yes, coming into play, yes. the first term and everything. Yes, I am not aware. We have neither the, are you aware. That, neither are you also aware the key. of any significant political fallout within the corridors of power. True. Now, if there were. Would it would be so significant that we would hear. So the still, levels at which the four of us operate at is intact. We will not. This information will not. So says, let's not manufacture any dissent with the man. <laughs> so as I sit here, yes, I recall those moments. Yes, please. Ghanaians recall those moments. Yes, I will struggle for you to suddenly come and tell me that oh, such and such a person suddenly this opinion does not matter so, because the president is beholden to Kenoferata. Who he likes, who he's very close with. Yes, it's not fair. But not fair fair. out of the blue, the one person whose economic model—you see—that's the thing. Baumia's economic model is what the MPP campaigned on. We have the resources. We have the men. It, it, it is not like the president never said anywhere that oh, this is Kenoferiatus something. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah, he positioned Baumia's, Baumia's positioning. Yes, as you the. See, Hold on. Yeah, is, you see, so the the, the 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 stature and the elevation of Baumia mm-hmm. in the president's you know uh, campaign one mm-hmm. and two, even in his promise, even in his promise, and then us, in the, his posturing around their competence, mm-hmm. it would was he on making it a would, technocrat. It would, who be, was not necessarily politically. It would be difficult. Savvy. It would be difficult to suddenly come and tell me that, oh. Nobody listens by to him. I, I need to answer the questions carries about that exchange because you see, so, coming far, there. so far, I'm coming there. Levy, two things. E Levy, he was not listened to mm-hmm. because he was on Peace FM Kami Safakai mm-hmm. where he was asked specifically why we should tax electronic money. This is yeah. August 2021, yeah. and he said he does not believe that electronic money should be taxed. Mm-hmm. Less than six months after that, E Levy was pushed through vigorously. So I'm coming. How did he get benchmark value pushed then? 
But benchmark value was his view. Uh, but just the, so if his view as benchmark yes. is upheld yes. and runs through and was very unpopular among the tra- no hold on, benchmark hold on. was unpopular. I'm, I'm coming. Hold on. Benchmark reversal was unpopular among AGI, but was popular with the no, leaders. But the point I am making is, was benchmark considered significant economic policy? You yeah, can tell us. It was. Very. Very significant economic yes. policy. And he led it. He, who led it? He, the vice So, man. if he is allowed to lead something as, and this is as he allowed last two years now, yes, yes. to lead something as significant as, as benchmark, value. benchmark value, what makes you think that his opinion does not matter? Fair enough. So, we cannot use the fact that he levy his view was different. Two. But don't forget. I'm coming. I'm coming. Just don't go don't for for I'm coming. But, but don't forget that. On, I'm just, guys, we're just helping each other. Don't forget yes. that he is also positioned as like the lead for digital something something. Right? There's this thing they've created called yes. the digital economy where he's supposed to be the guy for whether it's NIE or whatever. So he's like the lead for digital. Mm-hmm. So my point is that if your lead mind for economy and digital mm-hmm. thinks taxing uh, E-Levy is wrong mm-hmm. and yet you go ahead and do it. So maybe that's the big falling out. So, so, so you see, so you could say he's, he was, he was doing all that he was supposed to have done until, um, what do you call it? Until so, 2019, mm-hmm. uh, benchmark value, mm-hmm. which itself has had a reversal. Mm-hmm. Then you now have the most significant tax policy, mm-hmm. which has the nexus of both the economy and digital. Mm-hmm. He's the guy trying to create a whole fintech, whatever. Yes. And his position was not listened to. So you can say that there's been some, we, we can't call it a big falling out, but the beginning of the unraveling, where he was not listened to on the e-levy, mm-hmm. and then from there onwards, most of the things, I don't know his view on IMF. So how is he getting good for oil policy done then? That's a good question. I don't know how to You see, that. because in the past two years, um, we have gone through four significant economic policies. We've gone through benchmark value back and forth. E-levy. E-levy. E- we've done e-levy. IMF. We've done IMF. Then we, we are doing gold for oil and policy. Debt exchange. Debt exchange. Sorry, of the five, he's been involved at high levels in three of them. Yes. IMF. Uh, gold, gold, gold for oil, oil and benchmark value. Benchmark value. So apart from e-levy and debt. So we are saying that we shouldn't do no, this I am saying uh, oh, we, we cannot do a cop-out considering the fact that yeah. I'm saying if you look at where the country is. Yeah. And again, what this gold for oil policy, which when he launched it, I'm using his own words, was described as the one, of the, most one of the most revolutionary policies in the history of this country since independence. Very true. I am quoting him since independence. Very true. This was going to be one of the most revolutionary. Yeah. And you are telling me that this person who is giving free reign to manage how this country balances its oil pricing, mm-hmm. save foreign reserves. And what not? It's not deeply involved. It's not deeply involved, and that we should exclude him. Sky, come okay, hold Papa. Sky, come again. Sky, Sky, this one, you have to come again. No, but I have to take a commercial break. Uh, yeah, okay. To allow you to think and come no, again. No, 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 hold on. Because I, he has provided us five. No, 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 hold heavy. on. No, let, me, let me, let me just deal you, with that. You don't want to take a break? No, 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 no. You see, with the greatest respect to uh, oh, Godfrey, Godfrey, Sky. you see, it is, it is possible that your view on one thing is accepted, and your view on another is rejected. Let me let me give. So how does that relate? Hold on. But how does that then? How does that then? Let me no. no, Let's not. How does that then relate to the conclusion we we concluded that he was not part? Sky, if I'm part of city management Mm -hmm. and there are five decisions and I've given and three of them I'm the lead in the three, Mm -hmm. and there are two I say I don't agree. Then I'm going to say, well, Samuel doesn't listen to me because when I said they shouldn't do this, they didn't. No, no, no. Hold on. If out of three out of five I'm involved, I think you are shifting the focus of the discussion. No, hold on. The basis of my submission to you this morning yes. was that Ken, according to everything that members of his own political party had said, yeah. and the evidence on the economy yeah. had lost credibility in terms of how to deal with the economy. President doesn't right. believe that. Yes, it is possible the president doesn't believe that. Doesn't believe that very clearly. Now, the vice president of the republic 
had consistently dealing with everything that he put his face to. Yes. He was the one out there talking about yeah, it. Yeah, but we know that. Uh-huh. And Goffrey is saying, wait, 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 wait. Why is he not the man leading the IMF conversations? Or at least conversations with the people of Ghana? Let's go a bit of history. IMF conversations. I recall, I stand to be corrected. Mm-hmm. When NDC went to IMF, mm-hmm. I think the guy who who led it, mm-hmm. at least the initial stages, mm-hmm. was the finance minister. Then Kwesi Botwe's team took over. Mm-hmm. Okay. IMF, convers- IMF, you need a management team. So there's no... It's no like, I'm coming. There's no... There's no... How do I put it? There's no hard and fast way about who should lead the team. No, no, you see, you are not getting the basis of what I'm trying okay, to then help me here. I'm saying, yeah. the gold for oil thing that he's talking about, yeah. who put it on his Facebook wall? Baumia. 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 Yeah. The uh, issue of benchmark value, who was the person leading Baumia. Baumia. The issue regarding digitization and the collection of taxes on the same. Baumia. Before they, they scattered it and brought it. Exactly. Yes. Baumia. Baumia. Yeah. Now, the question is you ask yourself, why is it that the single most important yes. economic policy decision of this government, to save or not to save the economy, he is not the person leading... That's what I try to tell, that's what I try to answer. That it's too, I'm coming, uh-huh. and I'm saying that the context of this is that uh-huh. it's two years to an election. Uh-huh. So, and it's because it's the most important decision, you want it to be managed by somebody who will be fair-minded. And, I, and, and, and this is my view. Okay. So I'm not saying this is what the president has said. Uh-huh. I am saying that if I have three people in my government who want to replace me mm-hmm. and will tilt towards more politics. What is economics. more important to the president now? How the economy gets stabilized. How the economy doesn't crash. Yes. Right? Yes. To save it. Yes. And if you have a choice between someone who is perceived generally. No, but, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Someone who is perceived generally to yeah. have so far shown that he is incapable. Of rescuing the economy, yeah, and someone who hasn't lost that credibility as much compared the two of them, yeah, and one has consistently or has been marketed, yes. or has actually yes. Yes. run economies in yes. Africa yes. consistently. This was this was who would you choose? Be, you see, because <laughs> the president doesn't work with public perception, uh-huh. so you see, this is the point we need to make. Mm-hmm. A leader sees more than everybody sees mm-hmm. because the briefings he gets are more than us. I'm mm-hmm. not saying he knows everything. Mm-hmm. Now, I like the word you use. He's perceived. Mm-hmm. He's marketed. Mm-hmm. The fact that you market somebody to be something doesn't mean he's the thing. I'm coming. And I'm saying that because he's the president, uh-huh. he knows what the people he has around him. Number two, mm-hmm. I agree with you that when a finance minister says that IMF have nothing good for us, mm-hmm. getting him to do a U-turn to lead the IMF negotiation itself either reveals that we don't work with our own convictions or we just say things because we want to pass things through. Mm-hmm. But put that aside. Mm-hmm. The, 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 I am saying that the strong reason I could possibly see mm-hmm. for why, in spite of what your your perception is, mm-hmm. the president will not let him lead it is that. Mm-hmm. I am saying that he... There's, there's almost like a moral hazard there. No, no, I think... Yes, you know I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm saying that once you are going... Because as of now, if you are the chief advisor of the vice president, mm-hmm. you are asking yourself, Politically, you are making calculations. Mm-hmm. You are asking yourself, should he be even... So, for example, if you are the vice president speech writer, mm-hmm. and the vice president speech writer is not dictated to by the president, okay, they basically read from the government economic policy rule book, mm-hmm. and they have their own certain degrees of freedom. Mm-hmm. If you are the guy writing a speech, mm-hmm. if you can avoid it, you will take out certain aspects of that exchange because it doesn't favor you. Now, 
if he was the one leading, you see, that's what I'm saying. That exchange is not a given. Hold on, you I'm, see, I'm, I'm, wait, 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 Sky, wait. I think we are missing wait, the same wait. point, but you see, no, wait, are, I'm coming. We are missing the boat slightly. Let, let, me, let, me, see, let, me, let me deal I'm with coming. it. Otherwise, I'll forget. The economic, <laughs> the, 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 uh, I'm, I'm saying that I'm, I'm saying that our <laughs> our economic revival. Uh-huh. Is not hinged on a debt exchange. Oh, yes. So you see, that, that's exactly but what then, I'm telling you. But because uh-huh. the president, the, the president has decided to listen to the finance minister, uh-huh. who believes that the debt exchange is it's, the that's most important thing to do. Wait, Bernard. You see, that is exactly my point. The point I am trying to make to you is that saving this economy is not about debt exchange. Exactly. And we have seen repeatedly reports produced to that effect. Now the question you should ask yourself is: When we went to the IMF. At what point were we advised to go to the IMF as a nation? And what was the vice president's input on that? Did he take a view that we should go to the IMF? And at what time? And did we do it? Is there a record like that? Earlier than the, because yeah, hold on. Don't forget we delayed the decision. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Yeah. And that's the point I'm making. Yeah. And then also, when you go to the IMF looking for funds to save your economy, they don't tell you that go and do debt exchange. The debt exchange program, we as the people have elected to no, do when it. When they do a DSI, yeah. when they do the DSI, mm-hmm. they tell you that you have, you need a, to do a So after the DSI, uh-huh. in fact, before, let me tell you this, before the, the announcement of the IMF, No, give me two seconds. Okay. You remember Sam Akhest? Uh-huh. Sam Akhest met business leaders and there was a leaked tape of him yeah, explaining that our debt position was unsustainable. Now, it is believed strongly that it was when these technocrats met the president and convinced him on the basis of the DSI results mm-hmm. that our debt position was unsustainable, that we had to go to IMF, mm-hmm. that the president caused information minister to release a press statement on 1st July mm-hmm. saying that after he, the president, had spoken to the IMF managing director, yeah. had directed the finance minister mm-hmm. to go to IMF. He didn't say I was advised by the finance minister. So I am saying that mm-hmm. on the basis of what we've just known, mm-hmm. clearly the views of the finance minister on the IMF probably are different from the views of other members of the government. But the president has decided that he is the guy who should lead it. Yeah, but you see, going to the IMF is not the same as doing that exchange program. That's a distinction I'm trying to you to make. Because you have to distinguish going to the IMF to get so what the other people told us your debt level must be sustainable. Must be sustainable. You could have started go and rationalize it. Yes. You could have used yes. You could have, you could have used, used a fiscal, million model to achieve yes, and then you could do a, a, a minor debt 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 treatment. It, that is if it is absolutely crucial. Yes, you understand. So to they jump from IMF to do debt exchange for you uh-huh. was hasty. Exactly. But so. what makes you think the vice president didn't believe in that? Aha, uh-huh, you see, but that's where we are going with this, right? You see, you see, the point is that look, just like you, we talk to people in government. Yeah, we see things. Not everything we see, we come and sit on radio and talk about. Sure, that's what I want. And it is not all the time that you hear. So, yes, president. So let me ask you: mm-hmm. Was all wrong? Are you saying that this was discussed, and that the people who wanted a debt exchange won, or that it was never discussed and they just railroaded the debt exchange through? You see, it does seem to me. <laughs> let me put it more cautiously: that. The debt exchange program was not the vice president's approach. Would not have been his approach to this matter. But you are not going to say whether it was discussed or not. Exactly. And and even if it was going to be his view, it was not going to be in this present form and shape. Why is Alan Chemanting out there running riot? He's running riot he's because running riot. <laughs> no, 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 no. he just make comments about debt exchange. No, no, he says that certain people ought not have been included, right? Yes. Did he have that view before in government? But you uh, just told me that if you're in government, there are certain things you bind yourself. You see that? You see that is exactly what I'm trying to tell you. That look, 
you may have a view, a dominant view in cabinet. You may have a dominant view in the executive. But when it comes to executive decisions, those decisions are vested entirely in the right. president. Let's and he can breather. override you. Let's take a breather. And then let's, also, let's take a breather. I think that so far, uh-huh. what we have concluded is that government is a collective responsibility mm-hmm. and people cannot pick and choose what they associate with. And for consistency's sake, whether your view is taken or not, mm-hmm. once your government takes a position, you, you must... the blame. Yes. So whether you are going to overtly defend it or not, you are part of the problem. And what so that one... And I, I think he's made that point eloquently that we are not going to go. What I agree with you is that it would seem as if in the matter of the debt exchange, either it wasn't fully discussed or from what we are seeing so far, the vice president may have had a different view. But even if he does, that's the nature of politics. You know what? There are views that you express mm-hmm. that may not be taken. The president has the ultimate responsibility. Mm-hmm. And once you agree to be his vice, you must you live and die by those decisions. Mm-hmm. And you cannot pick and choose what you comment on what you don't comment on. And if you are the most eloquent person in opposition commenting on issues around the, the economy, mm-hmm. once it is the decision uh-huh. that the president, because the president has endorsed it, mm-hmm. once your boss has endorsed it, it's like me and you and Godfrey have had a meeting with Samen. Yeah, but you are and I'm saying that Nathan is supposed to do something. Uh-huh. And then when we had a meeting, at the end of the day, it was decided that Nathan should not do it. Yeah. Now, you can initially decide that you're not going to talk if you're a private person, but you are in government. You are the vice president. You cannot pick and choose what you comment no, on. No, 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 no. If you do not support something in principle, you are entitled to abstain from thinking about it. Based on which maxim? Well, the right to support also extends to you the right not to support. The right to speak also extends to you the right not to speak. So if the right is the right not to speak in exercising it, then becomes sort of a, va- a violation of the collective position. It is not a violation. You have not spoken against. So, so you have not spoken against. I said to you that if you, if you decide not to speak, it's also speaking. No, 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 no. Yeah, you can, you, you can analyze it like that. Yeah. But he is entitled to as a person. If that is the position, of course, Alan may or will be well happy. But why are people saying that some people were talking under MPP, but they should talk now? <laughs> yeah. some, people, some people are saying that ah, some people were making noise during MPC time. Why are they not talking to me? Ah, you, you made that point. Yeah, I made that Don't point. Don't they have the right to keep quiet? You came to tell me that somebody in... You see your own argument. You came on air and said to me that some Christian council people were making noise when Mama was president. But under another they've kept quiet. No, no, and I was saying to you that People have a right to pick and choose what they say. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So why can't you extend that to the vice president? Hold on, hold on. You see, don't try and put me in that position. Ah, Let me make the point. Look, what was I talking about? I was talking about bad governance. And consistency. And consistency about criticizing bad governance. Exactly. And have come out to say that this government had economically been abysmal in terms of dealing with the economy. So the principle is consistency, not bad governance. The principle you were were espousing in that argument Uh, was about consistency for credibility. Hold on, hold on. on. You were saying that people must be consistent so they are credible. And the fact that people are inconsistent in what they pick and choose to criticize Mm -hmm. makes them non-credible. Hold on, hold on. And I'm saying that if I pick that consistency point uh-huh. and I bring it to this specific situation, uh-huh. then you must extend the same case. Yeah, okay, let me let me let me help you. This is the city. The distinguishing factor here is that when you can see, all of us can see that something is going wrong, and these institutions and persons are not speaking about it. But can't you see the data? Oh, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. The other, the other, is where you find yourselves in a government. Which government is taking decisions? Which decisions you believe yeah. are endemical to the good people of Ghana for some reason? And you believe that that ought not be the route to get there. But, yeah, and very many people believe that the debt exchange is endemical to our policy. Yes, that's exactly so the point I'm making. Say anything about it. Show. Rise above the noise. 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Hungry man say fix the country. Belle fool say fix yourself. Time check, it's uh, 21 minutes past 9. Nathan has a lot of comments coming through before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, and let me just say that, I mean, my position has moved. So, hey. initially, no, I'm with you now. In- I, initially, you initially, initially mm-hmm. I was, I was, I was starting the thing with Sky Small Small, but after you spoke, no. I've moved to your size Small. Yeah, so, you, Sky Sky, you, you, but let's, you, I'll give you a chance. You, 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 how many opportunities do you want to give Sky Small? He's on his own. He's on his own. Can I have three minutes? No, you must. Okay, Nathan even is on our side. Sky is, I haven't even said anything yet. But you can't, let's finish. Anyway, now if you're planning your next adventure, remember, remember that it's not just the destination relax relax it's how you get there so just use emirates and you enjoy your flight you get great food great economy. service and there's even more on emirates economy even so find economy out you more sleep. yeah at emirates.com last time i went on emirates but i didn't want to come out of the plane it is sweet part i tell you anyway your health is important that's why the dank healthcare center Mm. a ghana health service certified healthcare center Mm -hmm. is uh the people they are are the people you should be speaking to they specialize in kidney stones issues liver issues a lot of these organs that you don't hear about until it's possibly too late yeah so So talk to to Dank. get to them on zero five four nine nine five one two one one or zero five zero two six six one three four six they are on the spring text road behind the standard chartered bank 
Mm. Now I vow to be available. I vow to be dependable. I vow to be reliable. This is the Ghana Post vow. Nice one. Now, welcome mm. to our love fest. For thirty CDs, we'll deliver all your gifts to your loved ones within Accra. Mm. For twenty CDs, for twenty CDs, get sorted within Greater Kumasi within Campus Dear. It's just ten Ghana CD. Pet dial or WhatsApp to this number zero five four two. Five two seven zero zero four zero two six eight double zero one nine four four vows on wheels carrying love to its destination. This Oy. promo is brought to you by Ghana Post. Vows on wheels. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> they are taking the loft into another level. Now, as of first January this year, property repayments must be made uh, electronically through myassembly.gov.gh using mobile money, Visa or Mastercard or checks payable to myassembly.gov.gh. Now, cash payments, paper bills, and arrears. Uh, and arrears letters should not be paid. So don't pay property rate by cash. Mm-hmm. Pay by Momo, Visa, Mastercard, so you can trace it. And this is very important. If You see, one way of removing corruption from public finance is bring digital systems. Yeah. Footprints you can see. Yeah. So property rates payers should register on myassembly.com.gh, access your bill, pay on account, and lodge complaints. Hard copy paper, that's the... General counterfoil receipts are not valid for property rate payments, and payments should not be made to anyone outside myassembly.gov.gh. Mm-hmm. This is very important. Property rate is a development tax. Let's pay now. Mm-hmm. Contact zero three zero two seven five six eight two zero. That's zero three zero two seven five six eight two zero. We've been shouting our property rates a lot, and we think mm. people should pay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're thinking of that special gift for that special someone for Valentine, mm-hmm. a caveman watch. With the person's name emblazoned on it, will just be amazing. We're giving a whopping 50% discount mm-hmm. on the cost of customizing a name inside of our exquisite luxury watches. This is until 15th February, so it's until Wednesday. Go to at Caveman Watches on all platforms. Visit our Jengano Road office near the new AstroTurf to get a, be- a better understanding of the process. Mm-hmm. Now, when you make the call to uh, Caveman, call zero five five seven five one six seven four four or visit cavemanwatches.com for more information you should ca- you can also mention the code fb23 for uh to redeem your discount and i'll tell you more about this shortly nathan has a few comments why i pick his own view on this issue <laughs> yeah i'm sorry the issue has also evolved right yeah the issue has evolved from the original sofa yes and my, my point was about sofa kufu being correct mm-hmm. And my initial position was that the vice president's silence could be interpreted as his not being in support, mm-hmm. which you have not really disputed. You've sought to use that to explain why he possibly has been silent. Mm-hmm. But you've also tried to say that the president probably ought to have given him a bigger role and would not have been here in the first place if he had been given that role. Now, Godfrey's point is that no, he's been given a big carte blanche and he gives you about three examples where he's been benchmark values has been his main thing mm-hmm. he's the lead on the digital agenda mm-hmm. even though his views on the e-levy necessarily did not pet- hold mm-hmm. there's no record that he's against imf so we do know that he has he didn't support e-levy but apart from that we don't know of any public thing that he's against a government policy decision and so his point is that we shouldn't he he, he, he we can't absolve him from the current problem but your point is that a man has a right to decide what to support mm-hmm. and even though yes collectively he's part of the decision mm-hmm. he has a right to remain silent yes. which is very true mm-hmm. 
legally mm -hmm. but in principle yes but i see legally That's and in principle mm -hmm. but there's also credibility in political conversation mm -hmm. so what i was trying to do was to bring you back to uh -huh. the sure. point about consistency uh -huh. but let's leave let, let, now that we understand each other mm -hmm. and before you come let me let Lathan do his views okay. and also give us the messages then i'll give you a chance to wrap up from for both of you i'm i'm happy you mentioned yeah that there's a there's a place for principles Sky, you said principles, yeah, principles yeah. and there's I'm, I'm happy you've mentioned it because you see in all of this when we talk about all these hard things and debt exchange and all i think that what is very important to all of this is principle the fact that you are doing things because you believe in it and you want to do the right thing. Okay? Now that principle should extend not only to the vice president, who I still believe, whatever his position is, I still think he needs to make a comment. Because this is extremely important, especially since we are not talking about any other domain than a domain that is, is, is close to him. Or a domain he is very central to. I feel that from the beginning till now, he should have said something. Not even not as vice president, but as somebody who understands the space. When this whole thing started, and we wanted even legal clarity on what could be done and what could not be done, the attorney general issued an opinion. Sharp. Because he was sought. Great. And but the attorney general gave the, the attorney general could have, great. The attorney general provides that opinion. Good. He could have said that, oh, Government is right. No, 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 Whatever. I'm yes. only saying that uh -huh. the man is in government. Uh -huh. He probably could have no, he whatever, have. but he gave an opinion from a very professional no, standpoint. The constitution imposes an obligation on him to do what? To 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 give legal perspective on the matter. So he's giving that. The constitution may not enjoin the vice president to give whatever technical advice. I just read a provision I'm that the vice president, mm -hmm. the role that he has, uh -huh. they, they, in fact if you look at the vice president role mm -hmm. in the constitution, very very small, in fact those roles that were given originally Jerome uh -huh. decided to take them away so virtually as we speak, our <laughs> vice president really doesn't, he doesn't do much unless uh, the, the president says, go and do this and uh, the backstops with the president uh, the finance minister reports directly okay the, so let me ask so, so, so on which remit is the vice president going around doing all of this digital it is, yeah because he's so uh, uh, you know he's so uh, what do you call it assigned he's assigned yes who assigned not, him the president would assign you the president assigned him to do digital things yeah, but the president didn't see it wise to look at the vice president's strength and hold on exactly and the assign him Guys, to, to go and do economics are, are you saying the digital thing was assigned or it was a matter of his <coughs> own strategy you see there are things anyway look be that as it may I'm yeah. saying mm -hmm. for somebody mm -hmm. who built his entire reputation mm -hmm. on this economics business I am quite surprised he hasn't said anything about domestic debt exchange and it is shocking Mm. I'm extremely surprised and I'd love to hear from his office why he, the office hasn't said anything or they have an explanation too for that one because when things seem to take a positive turn he quickly <laughs> appeared to come and say we told you that we arrest yeah. the city yeah. and he broke jail and did yeah. prison breaks is in yeah. 1 to 5 now he's back yeah. you see look when we do things in this country we should never we shouldn't constrict ourselves to yeah. the, uh, the law is important but there are bigger conversations outside of the law. Okay. There are bigger conversations I, so I, I outside think you of have, You have cited, and sorry to make this, because I need to make it easy for people. The argument has shifted. Initially, we were discussing Sofia Kufu's comments mm -hmm. and 
what it reveals about the unpopularity of the decision, yes. mm-hmm. for which reason we brought the vice president's silence. Mm-hmm. And my initial feeling was that he disagreed with the position. And I think you, you believe that to be true and you say he has a right to be silent. Mm-hmm. But Godfrey's point is that politically, he doesn't have that luxury. He can't pick and choose what he supports and what he does not. And so, once he's part of a government, he must be consistent. Now, if he's so... And if we, we are trying to do it in principle and convenience. Principle versus interest. Because somebody said, politics far too often is masqueraded as a contest of principles when it actually just is interest. just a battle of interests. Yeah. So, and I, I brought the fact that he's running for president possibly as his interest. Okay, so for me... The, the, his, 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 the Godfrey's argument that his silence is inconsistent, I think there's some merit in it because we all agree that if this is the most important economic mm-hmm. challenge we face in 40 years, mm-hmm. and the strategy of government is a debt program, mm-hmm. which is considered unjust, unfair, mm-hmm. and wicked, mm-hmm. he chooses to be part of that government. Mm-hmm. That tells us something. What should he... Ha- so so you, you, you are saying he should speak. What should he say? No, I'm not saying he should speak. So, for example... No, you said you want to hear... On the issue of... Cons- so, 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 for example... For, for, for example... What should he say? For example... Uh-huh. It, so, I don't know what he believes in. He should tell us what he believes. I'm not saying he should speak. I'm not saying he should tell us one specific thing. Uh-huh. The question is, what does he believe? About the debt exchange. Uh-huh, I'm coming. If he believes that the debt exchange, mm-hmm. and so you are personalizing mm-hmm. this, is the debt exchange the is the debt exchange part of the prob- solution? So, for example, you could say there's a is broad a- raft of solutions mm-hmm. the government has. Mm-hmm. The debt exchange is the most unpopular that we are front loaded, mm-hmm. but there are other things we will do mm-hmm. to help to resolve the economic mm-hmm. crisis. The debt exchange is what we are front loading because of our fiscals. He mm-hmm. could say that. Right to say that there are other aspects of a broader program. He could say that, mm-hmm. and I don't expect him. I'll be naive to say I want him to go and say that the change is wrong. He won't say that. Uh-huh. Okay, see, so but I'm saying that there are things you can do. There is. I'm coming mm-hmm. to own. So I'm, then you ask me, I'm answering uh-huh. to own. So if I went, I'll say okay. The where we are mm-hmm. is structural, fiscal, and debt. Mm-hmm. The debt exchange is the most difficult. So we do the most difficult now. Mm-hmm. The most unpopular will do it now. And then we'll spend the next 18 months to do fiscal and structural. You want him to say that Why not? debt exchange when he doesn't believe in it? No, no, no. But I'm saying that what? Sky, I'm saying, no, don't you understand? Mm-hmm. The debt exchange has been agreed to by the government. They are doing it. You see, and I'm saying that, you see, there's no, there's no inconsistency when you say the debt exchange. Because the debt exchange is not the only solution. Do you understand what I'm saying? What I'm saying to you is that if you look at the fiscal hole we are in, mm-hmm. There are things you must do structurally. Like CDD says, realign your government. Mm-hmm. There are things you must do fiscally, mm-hmm. like the bond orders told you. Mm-hmm. Then there are things you must do on the debt side. The, but what the debt makes you think that that's not his view? Why hasn't he said it? Uh, you see, Bernard, you see, the moment he comes out, if I'm the vice president, and I disagree with this, the, the but, single most controversial... But how does what wait, I've wait, said disagree with what the president is doing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What I've said doesn't disagree. Hold, hold what I'm, I'm saying is that you are... All, no, Sky, you, see, you don't, don't, don't see everything as like black and white. Too. Mm-hmm. I am not... What I've said mm-hmm. is not to disown the debt exchange. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. There's, there's, there's no inconsistency in accepting and owning an unpopular decision and then pointing a way to what else can be done to mitigate the views. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the, the debt exchange is... I'm not saying that he should say that it is the best thing to do. What you, you I am saying that mm-hmm. all of us who understand a bit of economics know that uh-huh. 
You cannot solve Ghana's economic problems with the debt exchange program. Everybody knows that. What the single most controversial thing? Oh, wait. I'm saying that the finance minister even knows that Uh the debt exchange is not going to solve all our problems. Uh Number one. Number two, it is the most unpopular of all the solutions. Exactly. So I am saying that Uh if you are part of an economic management team with ideas, Uh it's a leadership challenge you are facing. So he should come and own it. He has to. You see, that is he, he has to because mm-hmm. it is whether he likes it or not. Mm-hmm. Wh- whatever the party he represents in 2024, mm-hmm. that is their. So, so, what? Even if he doesn't say anything about it, mm-hmm. in fact, it's even worse if he doesn't say anything about it because in 2024, he will vote on the basis of what the decision has done to them. Okay, so okay. To, to say that. Because it doesn't, I'm saying that we have to, we have to raise the bar of public discourse. Mm-hmm. So, own the decision. You know, they own the decision, mm-hmm. and then give us a way out. Oh. That's that's no. that. So, I give an example. Mm-hmm. Obama, mm-hmm. Obama was running for president. Mm-hmm. His pastor went to say, "God damn America." Meanwhile, he wrote a book called Audacity of Hope. So Obama was trying to say, let's bring everybody together. His pastor said, America is evil. America, what did Obama do? Obama did, oh, he resigned from the church, but he didn't give a speech. Exactly. Wait! But when he resigned from the church, what did he do? A church is not a political party. He resigned from the church and he gave a speech to now say, there are two views of America. Listen to that speech carefully. He said, there are people like me who are, have cast. Black people have lived their whole life being condemned by white people and relegated to the background. So I can understand why a black man will feel the way about America. But I also need to talk about my white side because my mother is white. And I can also uh, tell you why white people feel the same way. So what did he tried to do? He tried to bring the two sides together. So my point is that that was what made us fall in love with Obama because he used the powers of speech and his intelligence to, to bring people together in a very difficult situation which was not necessarily black and white. Now you could have said Obama should talk. Does he agree, Pastor Right or not? The answer is not whether I agree, Pastor Right or wrong. The answer is what can we glean from what Pastor Right is doing, and what can we take from what the other side feels to move each other collectively forward? That is the task of leadership. So being silent is not the answer. You are ignoring politics in all of this. Oh, rather, yes, you are ignoring politics in all of this. You want the man to come and say that, oh, the uh, what do you call it? Dex exchange is it's is one of the options. So let's swallow it while we explore other options. Hold on. The view that I take, which is a view that many people in government articulate but will not come out publicly to say, which appears to be what would inspire Alan to speak the way he does, is that this debt exchange program thing you are doing ought not be the way. The way ought be the CDD approach. Are they the majority? Which one? You can't. You said the view in government. I'm just asking you, that yeah. view that you are saying mm-hmm. is is is, is from, ju- those, so from from some people in government. Yeah. Not every. No, no I'm no, kind no, of. You can't be, be everybody. No, because be, no, 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 no. If mm-hmm. if that is the majority view, mm-hmm. then they are spineless. Because if there's a majority view, uh-huh. see, if this is a minority view within government, I'm talking minority, minority. In, I'm saying that uh-huh. if the view just espoused uh-huh. is what majority of influential people are telling you in government, uh-huh. then they are spineless people. Because if you believe that you have a superior solution, uh-huh. and the president has allowed the financial to railroad us into this corner, uh-huh. you come out and say no, we won't agree and we'll not support it. Yes, and that's no, no, because you can, Sky, if unless you are telling me that these are a few isolated people in government who believe that their view may be the best, but they are outnumbered. Uh-huh. But if they are the majority, mm-hmm. let, let me, then let, that is even a bigger problem. You see, from everything that you have said, if the vice president comes out today to say that he disagreed with the DEX exchange program, 
which is actually the controversy, not going to the IMF. Going to the IMF is not a problem. The reason we are where we are is because pensioners are angry. It's because investors are angry. Bondholders like you are angry. People who have invested their money, their money is being taken away uh-huh. to pay a government debt. And they are being told that we'll pay you back the money, but in a couple of years or five years to come. That's why we are here. So going to the IMF is not a controversy. So what is your conclusion? Uh-huh. The point I'm making is that when the vice president is not leading the conversation on that, it reflects a certain posture. It reflects a certain thinking. And if he were to come out today to say that he disagrees with the debt exchange program, not going to the IMF, the next thing would be he yeah. should resign. Because which, which is why I'm saying that mm-hmm. he's, he, I'm not, he, you see, I'm not listening to me. I am not saying he should come and say he disagrees with the program. You are saying he should own it. I am saying that. Why should he own something yes, that he disagrees that's with? Not, okay, so that's not, if I am in this, you don't get me. That's luxury. And I'm saying that, look, I, I, so you have to decide where your, your personal principles so you see, you must have a predetermined measure of what you can take as a leader before you enter. So, for example, if if I enter politics, there must be things I know that this has crossed the line. Yes. I can't stay with this anymore if I'm a man of principle. Now, the reason why some people can't enter politics is that they've counted the course and realized that I cannot, I'm not, I don't trust my personal convictions enough. Sky, listen, no, I don't trust my personal convictions enough to say we've drawn the line. That's the point I'm making. So, if we are if if we so believe what we tell the public, then there must be lines drawn. So I'm saying that there are two possibilities. Mm-hmm. If he believes that testing is so inimical to our economic welfare, mm-hmm. then it means that he has reached a line where he has to say, I don't agree, so I'm stepping out. But you are saying that's naive because I don't understand politics. Mm-hmm. Well, I may not understand politics, but I understand principles. Number two, on the issue of what then does he say? Mm-hmm. I was trying to give you a way out that if you say you are going to remain with the government, it means you believe that. Even though your personal view is so deeply against what the government has decided, once they decided it, deciding to keep quiet about it only worsens your situation. Do you understand? So now that they've agreed to do it, offer a roadmap because the reality is that they are doing it. So you either resign or now that they are doing it and you can't resign, what do you do? Give us a way to ameliorate it. So I'm saying accept the decision, own it and say, okay, when we do the testing, there are other things we can do to also help bring back. And it's not even doing that. So, the fact that I say you should own the exchange doesn't mean, no, that you, should, you shouldn't own the exchange. For oil, no, you shouldn't that? own that exchange as the only solution to Ghana's problems. Is it, is it doing the, uh, what the gold for oil? Is it targeted at dealing with the economic difficulties? Well, but he hasn't linked it to debt exchange. Ah, but why? The reason we are here is a mixture of so many things. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let's come, let's, let's take a short break and come back to something we're talking about. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. We have a lot of things we are doing as, uh, caveman watches. And I'm going to tell you three quick, quick things that we have a Valentine package for us. They have a CSR project as well. And they, they are saying that between today and 15th, you can get your bespoke caveman watch. She, she, she. And this is to the women who have been buying only supporter and handkerchief for their men during Valentine's Day. This year, we are not taking supporter. We are not taking singlet. Uh, uh, please, men, are you listening to me? This year, we, too, we need proper gifts. The, year, the days of supporter and singlet, we will not take a gift. Invest money in a caveman watch and brand it Obudai. <laughs> Everything go a handkerchief, small handkerchief, few, I a singlet. 
Kake fo boxer shorts ni. Kake ba wa ke. We rebel against all those gifts. We rebel. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Check is uh, 13 minutes to 10. City break for sure. My guest is Anthony Jamefer. He's the CEO of Caveman Watches, founder of this great company that has taken the watchmaking space by storm. Anthony, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bernard. How old is Caveman Watches? Oh, we're going to uh, have our fifth anniversary this year. What gives a young man the idea <laughs> to build a luxury watch brand? In Accra, Ghana. Bena, they be hunger. hunger. Oh, wow. <laughs> started from hunger. Serious? I mean, being jobless and just trying to find something to do with my life. And um, wow. so when the idea popped up, I'm somebody who uh, is all or nothing for me. So I don't wow. like to be in the middle. I like to push to the extreme level. So mm-hmm. that's how the brand kept growing. Because as I got the idea, mm. I started pushing it, adding value, adding value. And mm. I'm still not very, I'm not satisfied at all with what I've done. But why watches of all things? I mean, you could have gone into other things. Why yeah, watches? I've always believed that people should, you know, um, find gaps in the markets and then build their own markets in mm-hmm. the gap. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in people always trying to rush into already mm-hmm. choked sectors. Mm-hmm. So uh, identifying the watch terrain as something that people hadn't dominated, mm-hmm. it was a good opportunity for me to jump in there and then pioneer and dominate. Uh, that industry so i basically created a watch industry myself wow. from scratch and then yeah so there we were no ghana watch brands there, not none no ghana watch brand none. that's incredible now even that the the difference is a watch brand and a, a locally made watch there's quite a difference, difference. as yeah. in made here yeah not like here. an imported watch that they put a name exactly, on it exactly that's the difference so when i did my research i f- i didn't find any locally made watch brand i found a few um African-owned brands, hmm. about five of them. Wow. Uh, some in South Africa and other places, but like mm. I said, they were just locally owned. Mm. You know, so this is the only place in the world where you can actually walk wow. into our space. We sit with you, design your watch with you, and within a day or two, you have your watch made how you want it. How did you put the the whole thing together in terms of the skills, the workmen, the finance, yeah. the marketing? Yeah. Five years. You've done... I mean, how did you do that? <laughs> so, I've been in the watch space for eight years now. Okay. I sold watches, repaired watches for three years before I launched my brand. Okay. So, okay. those three years helped me to know the watch terrain inside out. Okay. To repair watches and then know the faults that all these imported watches have. Mm. 
Mm. Most of these watches are not even made for our weather conditions. So repairing watches for some years. Mm. And also, you, you know, I used that time to gather my customer base. So I mm. didn't launch my brand mm. now looking for customers. I had a clientele to, you know, okay. sort of like hit the ground running. Yeah, and naturally, um, I'm a craftsman. Okay. Um, I know how to draw very well. Mm. Uh, I did science in school, did chemistry and physics, did business administration and management mm -hmm. in uni. So it's like a bit of everything coming together. Mm -hmm. So the watch industry is a very surgical one. Mm -hmm. The attention to detail um, is like a top requirement. And these are things I've had growing up. Mm -hmm. I'd been a craftsperson, I had been a perfectionist growing up and pushing boundaries. So mm. it's a bit of everything coming in together for me. Amazing. Now you have a Valentine's package. Tell me about that. Yeah, so we are basically giving a 50% off the customization cost, not off the cost of the watch itself. Okay. okay. So somebody coming in. <laughs> you need to explain that properly. Yes, I think people get it wrong. They think that 50% is on the watch mm. itself, but there's a cost that comes with customizing a watch. Mm. We have watches on the shelf that you can buy and go, mm -hmm. but when you pick a watch off the shelf mm -hmm. and you choose that, oh, I don't like the color. Can I change the color? I don't like the numbers. Can I have Roman numerals? Can I have this symbol here? Can I have a name here? Can I have a signature here? That's the beauty of what we're doing. The only place you can walk into a watch shop and alter the designs of one single watch. It's not done anywhere. So mm. that comes at, I mean, different costs. So it's the customization that you are subsidizing. Yes. So the basic is the price of the watch plus the customization exactly. cost. So if you're just going to buy a normal watch, you can you just go and buy your watch. Go, yeah. I see. But the customization cost, how do you customize it? What do you do to customize it? Yeah, so like I mentioned, some people do come in and then, you know, you like a particular watch, but you want to change the color of the dial. Mm -hmm. Somebody says, well, I like this watch, but I don't like the blue color. Can I have it in red? Can I have it in blue? Can I have it in yellow? You get that option. Mm -hmm. Can I change the indices from probably uh, Roman numerals to actual numbers? Okay. You get to choose whatever you want with the indices. Mm -hmm. You want to have a name written inside the watch or written inside the movement or, mm -hmm. the, or the engine of the watch. Mm -hmm. You want the date feature at the number six level or you want the date shifted to number three. Mm -hmm. All these little things. Some mm -hmm. people want Ghana maps in here. Some mm -hmm. want the Edinkra symbol here. Mm -hmm. You you literally get to like build your own watch. And it's not done anywhere in the world. Amazing. I think other watch brands will be mad at me for... So, <laughs> you've given a window for this. This offer is until when? Till the 15th. Because people do some late Valentine orders mm -hmm. a day after the day itself. So, we extended it to... 15th. I see. I was asking Kukui that this is our thing. They should buy it for the men. But she insists that she has a female <laughs> caveman watch. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the brand is not just for men. Yeah. And that we can also buy for them. Yes. So what segment, what are the market segments that you, uh, you, you sort of you cater to? Well, I can proudly say that there is nobody who has a caveman watch that is not a top-headed guy. Okay. Let me put it that way. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> it's a great community to belong to. Mm -hmm. um, very top-level corporate people. Mm -hmm. uh, the price, the price, we have watches as low as 500 cities, which Wonderful. I think is very generously priced. Yes. Uh, so we have watches on the shelf from 500 cities to 1,000, 1,500, 2,000, 5,000. And then personally, I find a lot of delight in making bespoke watches for people. And those could go to, I mean, 
because of the specific things they want in it. So this is the parts and the level of customization. Exactly. Some people want an actual gem, diamond in there. So you have to then get that and put in for them as well. The prices differ. Amazing. Per the customization request. Uh, Let's talk about your CSR project as well. So your company, apart from growing in the past five years, is trying to do something. Which communities is this and what are you trying to do in those communities? We went uh, as far as... um, What's the name of this place? Upper East. We went to Upper East to drill some boreholes there. So what happened was that I was watching one of your your um, <laughs> reports oh, on... CNR. Yeah, CNR. And then, you know, they they identified these communities that were dealing with water issues. And I'm like, hey, hmm. I mean, I feel like sometimes the cost of one of my watches mm-hmm. could mm-hmm. drill a borehole that yes. could yes. serve yes. 5,000 or whatever yes. thousands of people. That's a good way of What if it. every mm. company was doing this? Mm. I mean, <laughs> you know, so... I felt really bad mm. that the watch somebody who put on his wrist could actually provide clean water for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Then uh, it was a huge responsibility to play a huge role in this path. So mm. we dedicated some of our watches, the Water Africa version of the watches. Okay. So you can walk in there and buy a watch or you can buy the Water Africa version of the same watch. So that, that, that money then goes into... Goes into the funds that we, we pull up to... Wow. Drill this borehole. So yeah, we are currently working on one this very month. Mm-hmm. A partnership with uh, Kobiche. Oh, nice. So Kobiche, you know, when he identifies these communities that need water, then we we pick it up from there and then we mm. we solve the issue. Where can we get the watches? And yeah. we are very active online on social media. Caveman watches one word on all platforms, mm-hmm. and also our website is cavemanwatches.com. Caveman Watches, all one word. All one word, cavemanwatches.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are located at Ajungano, mm-hmm. where the new Astro Tef is. We know that Just place. two buildings after the Astro Tef, mm-hmm. on your left when you're coming from American House. Yes. And uh, the phone number is 055-751-6744. Mm-hmm. Just call or WhatsApp the number 055-751-6744. Mm-hmm. And I'll say gladly that, you know, people have a tough time identifying gifts for big men. They mm-hmm. think big men have everything. We don't know what to get for them. Yes. But I can tell you for a fact that a lot of men who even have a lot of watches mm-hmm. barely have watches that have uh, uh, their names yeah. made or some features of the watches made for mm-hmm. them in particular. Mm-hmm. So that's a very great way to deal with that challenge of not knowing what to get for a big man. Mm-hmm. So let's make custom watches. It could be their name or some particular date that means something to them or to you or a logo. Or a color that a they, color, they really like. Something. And those mm-hmm. gifts are very timeless. Amazing stuff. So you can... Call as well. Is there a number to call for this yes. special offer? Yes. Same number, 055-751-6744. Mm-hmm. 055-751-6744. Or mm. contact any of our social media platforms at Caveman Watches mm. or the website cavemanwatches.com. So you are more into de- delivery. So they can buy from anywhere. From anywhere. They don't have to have so many showrooms. They can go online. Yes. And then you will bring the watch to we'll them. bring to you. We, we have a partnership with DHL. We ship. Uh, anywhere in the world at all. So you are covered with your deliveries. Wonderful stuff. Anthony Jamefe is the founder and CEO of Caveman Watches. Five years in the business, eight years in the watch business, <laughs> yeah. and is making all of us proud with his bespoke watches. Get one for your significant other. 
this Valentine season. No more supporter. No what more single. No more white handkerchief. <laughs> what are what? We want to cave, man. I tell you. And if you're planning your next adventure, it's not just a destination, it's how you get there. One of the best bits around holidays is the food, right? So, wouldn't it be great if you could get a taste of your destination before you even arrive? On Emirates, you can dine on gourmet meals inspired by regional cuisine. And what better way to toast the start of your holiday than with your choice of free-flowing drinks? Find out more at Emirates.com. So, whenever you decide to fly, fly on Emirates. You get so much more in Emirates economy. Now, the Heritage Caravan 2023 is officially sold out. Thank you very much for your patronage. If you have a spot, grab your bags and let's go. We are going to 13 of 16 regions of Ghana to experience great culture, great places of interest, and great field days with nature. The 2023 Heritage Caravan is powered by City TV in partnership with the Ghana Tourism Authority with support from City FM and proudly sponsored by uh, Holad Ghana the European Union, Malta Guinness, Ebony Condoms, Gold Company Limited, National Lottery Authority, Vortec Mineral Water, and Colgate Natural Extracts. This guy has come back to oh. the studio. Tell me. I don't know what the problem is. Talk me, Jam, my friend. Tell me. I have heard all the good stories about the great work you are doing, <laughs> producing a gafuruki, uh-huh. and then which you are selling. Exactly. Doing all the great things you are doing. <laughs> And I support all of them. Thank you very much. I am a true and proper son of the Republic of Ghana. Okay. And for that matter, the Voltaire mm. And I love this country to go and read law. Okay. In the process, mm. I won five major awards. Okay, where are we, where are we <laughs> heading? Where are we <laughs> heading? Where are we <laughs> heading? <laughs> Coming back. Where are we heading? No, no, wait, wait, wait. Coming What's back that? to this country. You know, not people haven't celebrated me enough. Okay. I have not gone to do stories to put online that oh, I have done this. So even Gaporoku, you do and say, oh, Richie Sky, oh, you so, are you are using my airtime to uh, clamor for a personal gift. Oh, oh Richard, uh, that's uh, an uh, no, no, it's not, no, it's not an ethical. I'm not saying I will promote you. Benna, save me. Benna, stop me, damn friend. Benna, save me, Sky. Do you remember? Follow him to the Upper East Region for his next ball hole project. Benna, only you can support him to do. So why you supporting him to do the borehole? Uh-huh. He will do one of the borehole watches for you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm making a point. Hold on, hold on. The point has been I'm saying that in all of this, you won't say, oh, Gafuruki, the guy for this man, at a reduced price. Eba I'm not saying Eba that. Eba ah, okay. Yes, that's a commitment I want to hear you make on the radio. Eba Vagel. Yo, yo. Business, thank you. Thank you for listening. Um... I just wanted to say that the, the the whole discussion, we are trying to think about our reality. So we are bringing different perspectives to the matter and it should not be considered personally. And I also feel people should not be taken out of context because it was a long discussion which lasted over 45 minutes. So don't pick one line from what Sky or Godfrey or Bernard will say and say, Sky says this or Godfrey says this. It's not a sensible way of analyzing a one-hour speech because if Sky speaks for 40 minutes and then 
you pick one line from what he says and go and put it on Twitter and say, which is Kai says this and post that insulting him. You haven't achieved anything. So yeah. he's, he was making a broader point and then he made a submission that you had. So let's, let's, let's do it that way so that it can be richer. Right? So we are all trying to better our lot. So let's not take it out of context. Very important. Mm-hmm.